0: Right. Happy New Year. Um, I think we've done this bit before, but I once got Happy New Year in March, and it just so happens to be March 1st today. Um, so, with and that, that being just said, Happy
1: New Year to all of our listeners.
0: Exactly. So, you've all have been Happy New Year <laughs> in March as well. Um, welcome back to a new episode of the Are You Entertained podcast. Um, I know we always say it's been a while, but it actually has been a while. Normally, we put out probably two, maybe three podcasts by now, but um we've been squeezing the most out of life in 2022 i think so um some stuff has happened we can talk about it uh but if you're new to the program this is your ultimate source for all the reactions and conversations and music movies tv sports Um, i'm on trey alessio the dawn of entertainment alongside brandon ogden how we doing we're living doing well dog (laughs) um yeah, like I said, every time we say it's been a long time, but it actually has. So it's this might be a little bit of a long one. Strap in. We appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, we're going to have some fun and we have a lot to break down. So let's get right into it. As always, we start off with our shoot the shit segment um, where we talk about any songs, albums we've listened to, TV shows, movies we've watched, funny stories we'd like to tell, the whole nine yards since the last podcast. Um uh, big thing I big couple things for me I guess it, uh just life wise I went to Italy in January that was incredible mm-hmm. if we really want, I can spend the whole you know <laughs> podcast talking about that and I'm sure that's not what you want to hear but it was
1: a blast really Maybe give us what what was your favorite part of Italy?
0: I really enjoyed Rome and uh just we we went out um a couple times in Rome cuz it was the weekend when we were in Rome and just meeting the people and um Mingling with the locals, did I guess, was fun. Yeah, went we did all the touristy yeah. stuff. coliseum was awesome. Uh, a did cool, you do the Vatican, by the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought I saw that. Yeah, we haven't. Re- I haven't really showed you any pictures because I, I think the first first time I saw you after we were watching the Super Bowl. So yeah. I'll have to show you and tell you all the stories. But yeah, uh, another cool thing while we were in Rome, there's a thing called the Pantheon, and right across the street from it, we saw an Alessio Concept store, and. We're like, what the hell? Um, and then we, it's like a retail store. We went in and, uh, the guy didn't really speak great English. And we're like, oh, we're Alessios. We're Alessios. And like I said, he doesn't, he didn't really speak great English. And he's like, oh, I think I recognize you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, no, 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 no. no." And then we showed him, we showed him our passports. And then he got all excited. He's like, oh, like discounts for everybody. (laughs) He was super cool. And we all got something from there. And, um, yeah, we got a picture with him. So that, that was a fun little moment. But, uh, I encountered a couple mafia stories too. No. One of which did I tell you this already? I think so. One of which was in Florence. I was wearing a Godfather sweatshirt, and I think I stopped to take a picture. And uh, this this buff look like tough looking dude with a pit bull enforcer. He, he enforcer for <laughs> sure. He goes. I like how you don't care (laughs) regarding my sweatshirt. So I had to keep my head in a swivel a little bit that night. But uh, overall, it was amazing. Uh, We squeezed a lot of our 10 days. And, I mean, we didn't even get to do everything. We didn't get to go to Venice or the southern part, like Sicily. So definitely stuff to do when we go back. But it was amazing. What was
1: your favorite food?
0: So I think I had the best pizza that I've ever had in my life in Naples. It was thick crust with ricotta cheese, and it's a personal pizza. The The pizza itself was super thin, and they don't cut it. And then – so you, you obviously cut it with a knife, and I didn't know if I was eating this right, <laughs> but I had to, like, roll it because it was so thin. And the, the kicker was the – it was red sauce, obviously, and, but it tasted like they put wine in it. Amazing. The yeah. best pizza I've ever had. So food was amazing. Um, the sights were awesome, and just soaking in the culture was really cool. Um I definitely kind of want to hit all the like big European cities now. I think that'd be, that'd be cool. So, have you been to overseas to Europe? No. You just been you've been to Mexico, right? Jamaica. Oh, uh, Jamaica. That's right. Uh, yeah, I yeah I kind of have the travel bug now. I want to. the th- The thing that really propelled us to go was the price of the ticket, yep. and I'm just like I randomly search now, and everything's like a thousand now. Ours was significantly less than that, <laughs> so that uh, will determine where I'm going next, I guess. So. But yeah, I did that. Um, And then last weekend or a couple weekends ago, I think a couple weekends ago, I went to see Tyler the Creator in Minneapolis. Um, First big live concert since COVID. I went to kind of a smaller, low-key kind of uh, local music fest thing. I don't really count that though. This is a big arena tour and. Probably we've been to some good ass concerts. We've seen Eminem and Rihanna, we've seen Jay Z Beyonce, um, I've met Logic. I- I've been to some really good concerts. This was probably the best set design that I've ever seen. It had a house and it had a Rolls Royce and it had two stages and he traveled from one stage to the other on a boat. Just so super cool in that regard and the, the lights and everything. It was just it was super fun. So um uh, that is why we haven't been doing a podcast. We've been doing shit like that. What uh what updates do you have, my friend? Mine mainly <laughs>
1: uh Erica's friends have all been getting married. That's so right. we've been in wedding season. Right. Uh, wedding so season. Traveling for that. She's been all over. She went to Miami for like a bachelorette trip and stuff. So right. uh I've been mostly in charge of the dogs. fair, uh, fair. well a man of responsibility. Exactly. I respect <laughs> that. Exactly. Someone's <laughs> gonna watch the watch the keys.
0: True that, true that. All right, now getting into some more like pop culture stuff, um, obviously there's been a lot that has dropped um, this year and maybe a little bit into December of last year, I guess. Um, I'll just reel mine off and we can talk about what you've seen on on my list and then what you've seen as well. Um, uh, This is TV. I watched Peacemaker, Pam and Tommy, Bel Air, Raised by Wolves, Power Book 4 Force, uh Ozarks and speaking of Ozarks do you watch Ozark
1: so I watch is this season four yeah so they're Part breaking it into yep. f- two parts yep. yeah so I watched the first two seasons and so I'm currently trying to get through season three okay before I get to four
0: yeah I, lo- I love Ozark um the final episodes drop in April so I'm really excited about that um yeah once you get caught up we'll have to break that yeah, down because it's I'm amazing trying. do you like it Oh yeah, I love yeah. Ozark. It's we such just,
1: a we were watching season 3 and that was like in the height of the pandemic. Okay. And it got real dark and Wait, have you so are you done with season 3? Not yet. Okay. Almost. So just fucking wait. Yeah. Yeah. So we <laughs> it like paused crazy. it so I'm picking it back
0: up. Yeah, yeah. Um just a super smart show. Just the. it seems like the writer of the show is a money launderer. Like they yeah. know so much shit yeah. and it's just it's really good, and Jason Bateman is just brilliant. So, um, music-wise, uh, some albums that drop that we won't fully break down into detail: uh, "Ghetto Gods" by Earth Gang, that's the Dreamville duo. Uh, "God Don't Make Mistakes" by Conway the Machine. He's off Griselda. This was his Shady Records debut. Um, basically, trap rap, rap excellence. If you're into that sort of thing, Saba. Few good things. He's a Chicago artist that. Um, if you're a big Chance the Rapper guy, you chance. probably wouldn't know who Saba is. And then From a Bird's Eye view, view by Corday, really enjoyed that one. A lot of good bangers on there. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of caught up to what I have been checking out. Any, you have anything on uh, your list in, out of, outside of those? New, new yeah. or old?
1: Yeah. So Ozark trying to get caught up on. Same with Barry. Um, I think I'm on season two. I had never watched that before, but I'm trying to get caught up on. What is it called?
0: Barry. Oh, Barry, Barry! Sorry, yeah. I
1: thought I, I thought you said something else. No, yeah, so I'm trying to get caught up before. Uh, the You like that too? That's oh ri- yeah. it's, it's really good too. That's, that's super right like su-
0: it, it. It's a genre bender. Like it's yeah. dark and kind of drama, but it's also
1: hilarious. Yeah. So the. Uh, uh, the Duke Barry works for I'm trying I'm the trying
0: bald to guy with no, no eyebrows no, no, no.
1: Uh, he's funny as hell yeah he's funny too but like the guy who knows his dad and stuff oh um, yeah why am I, blanking I don't his know his name? name I don't it's been but, a it, they took a year off because yeah, COVID so I, I the actor is just he's so perfect yeah he is good. He's, he's good he's really good in everything he was in Star Wars he's just he's really good in everything yeah um I think we're going to talk about Book of Boba. Yep. Watch that. I started, I think I only watched the first two episodes of Peacemaker, but I'll get back to that. Yeah. Um, we watched The Tender Swindler Yeah. On yeah, true. We can talk about that. That shit was shit awesome. Shit is crazy, it bro. Was so nuts. Bro, just okay. The whole,
0: the whole time I'm thinking like, okay, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, yeah. but uh, the whole time I'm thinking like, okay, you know, at the end of a documentary when they throw up the words mm-hmm. like what's happening now. This man got out and basically didn't like it yeah. no repercussions. I'm He's like, well, what the hell? He's and bad. then apparently, I don't know if you heard this. He wants his own documentary to tell his side of the story. Yeah, like, he and he, I think he has like a a, a model girlfriend and everything yeah. too now, He's right? Still they said private that. and everything. So yeah. crazy, crazy. Dude.
1: Uh so that was good. We just watched the other night we watched the WeWork documentary on Hulu. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Fascinating. Okay. It's about it's like it's this guy who starts this company um and basically gets huge in like investment. Their valuation was like higher than almost any company. Huh. And then like everybody kind of finds out that like they were burning so much cash that like they weren't really profitable huh. and like he, it just all just tanks on him. Um so that was really fascinating. Uh, we watched inventing, is it inventing Anna? Oh yeah. I've heard um, of it. Um, with the girl, the girl from Ozark. Ozark. She's unbelievable in it. That, really? That, that's crazy. Is it a limited series? Yeah. It's okay. It's like 10 episodes. Okay. Huh. That series, if you like Tinder Swindler, way better. Really? Oh my, okay. it's fucking insane. I'll have insane. to, I'll have to check it out. I've heard good things. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a grind, but it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, cause it's a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a true story. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there haven't theirs. been any
0: movies like Batman. Yeah, we're movies. going to Batman. We're going to talk about it. Oh, I did but, see the. Oh, yeah. You saw Uncharted,
1: Uncharted. right? Uncharted. Entertaining. Yeah. But not. Just a dece. Yeah. It is what it is, right? Yeah. It's a big you action know. movie. Was it kind of
0: cheese? Certain parts, but not too Okay. Bad. From the trailer, that's what I got. I'm, I yep. was
1: scared it was going to be a little cheesy. For the most part, they kept some of the cheese out. Okay. That's it, good. It's kind of like a cross of like. Indiana Jones and National Treasure. Okay, that,
0: that seems entertaining, as, but not as good. But not, but <laughs> not, not as, as good as, <laughs> as either either of those. Uh, <laughs> Damn. So, but it's Fair good. Enough.
1: Tom Holland's good. Uh, he's got good chemistry. Mark Wahlberg. So, yeah, there's some interesting side characters. Okay. Um, so.
0: And I know we're, we're both looking forward to Batman. We're going to talk yeah. about that. So, Absolutely. So, uh,
1: actually, speaking
0: of Batman, let's roll right into it, I let's guess. Let's do it. Uh, movie and TV segment. We're going to kick it off with our Batman preview. So, uh, we're going to see it opening night on Thursday. Um i don't know what what are your ex- expectations here are you are you going in with z- low to no expectations do you have high
1: expectations what, what do you think here so normally for dc movies it's always you go in low and just hope for the best yeah and usually they don't even meet those um but for shots fired at <laughs> dc always <laughs> yeah, always <laughs> i stay strapped um I, this one's different. This this one I have very high expectations yeah. on. I've been listening to a lot of stuff. You see all the previews. Um, we saw the Rotten Tomatoes scores that came out today. So yep. it's definitely very high expectations for if, me. If
0: I have one beef with the promo thus far is they they give – I don't want to say give away, but I hate when movies yeah. drop like 10 trailers. Yeah, like, I know. Just give me the give me Yeah, give me you two give trailers. Give me a teaser and a trailer. Give me the movie. Yeah.
1: Have you seen – the clip that was went on Twitter.
0: I I try to stay steer away from actual yeah. clips. So no, I haven't yeah, seen there it. Was like Is a, it
1: sick? It was like a two and a half, three minute clip yeah. that like dropped on Twitter. Okay. Fucking nuts. It's gonna bro. be crazy <laughs> fucking bro. So, nuts. So I don't know. And let me just say this. I was very critical about the Robert Pattinson choice. Not critical, but yeah. I was
0: I mean, Weirded out by it. Yeah, I think a lot of people hear that name and equate it to Twilight, but the dude is a really He's good, very good actor. actor. He's been in some really, yeah. like... He was really good in Tenet. Yeah, like Oscar-y type movies. Yeah. Um, I I will say just the vibes from getting this the trailer, and obviously this is fully intended, like... I'm getting dark vibes, oh, which yeah. obviously I I want for a Batman movie. Even just visually, like yeah.
1: how they shot it. Right. Everything they show, there's no daylight. Right. Like it's in nighttime. Yeah. And I, I, I like that sort of thing. Um, and then I, I
0: hate to compare these two because going in, it just gives it such high expectations. Yeah. But I'm getting Heath Ledger Joker vibes out of this Riddler. And that's what I want. That is straight what I want. Um, I haven't given... I haven't looked too much into the Rotten to- I I saw the Rotten Tomato score, but like the reviews, the reviews are coming out already. Um, so I'm trying to steer, steer clear of that, but uh, I don't know. I have high expectations. I'm trying not to, but I'm really excited for this movie. Uh, my only... I don't know. If, I don't want to say fear. I hope they... Because we have Catwoman, the Riddler, and the Penguin. I hope they try, don't try and squeeze too many villains in there. I have a feeling that... Catwoman is going to be kind of Batman's sidekick yeah. and or love interest. Like, I think that's I mean, going to be, be a thing. Yeah. Um, but then – and we can we can talk about what we think of the movie before we talk about spinoffs. But there's a couple spinoffs in the works based in this Bat
1: universe. Yeah, so this is like World 2. So technically this is a multiverse movie. Yeah, so – If you didn't know that.
0: I mean, I guess I didn't know that. What yeah. I've been – so – I think Matt Reeves who's the director of this movie. I don't know if he was interviewed or something. I saw a quote from him that they asked if he wants to bring in Justice League characters and I believe he said no. He wants to just focus on this Bat universe. Yeah. But Is it's, that right?
1: Yeah, but it's it's still set It's still set in like, like the DC universe, yeah, right? But it's so it's on weird on a okay. different world. Okay.
0: So that that would pro- so that has something to do with Flash then, right? Cuz isn't he kind of the uh, multiverse character in the dc Uh, universe sure sure interesting because obviously we know michael keaton's batman is going to be in the flash i think yes definitely in batgirl but in the flash i think so okay that'll be interesting um do you have any any story predictions for
1: this movie no not really um my guess is so i like my one prediction is, we're not going to see the Riddler very much. I, I could say that. I think he's going to be get probably the least amount of screen time of like any of the big characters. Sure, sure. I, I, I will say I, I, I talked to this
0: to another buddy of mine, and I really liked his comparison. Um, the movie, se- <clears throat> excuse me, Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Yep. Um, he thinks that it's going to be that vibe, like it's going to be a a, a mystery style like newer movie um and i don't i I think i'm here for that uh like i said the dark vibes the dark knight vibes um i'm here for it and i I don't really have any the only real prediction i have is catwoman and batman are kind of going to be a duo i think um i think penguin is going to be a corrupt kind of politician like type he's not he's going to be like in the public eye i think but then the riddler I think is going to be the main villain of this yep. movie. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. How many nights do we have? Two nights. Two nights. Two nights.
1: Let's get it. The boy, there was a point I really wanted to make, and oh, it damn. just escaped me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was right on the tip of the tongue.
0: That hurts. I just, I just, I just talk
1: and ramble, and I, I, uh, it, it escapes you. Yeah. Is uh, this is not it, by the way? But is he wearing <laughs> like eyeshadow? Uh, the, batman yeah in the previews
0: yeah yeah so i mean he Seems has like the mask he has the mask and then to cover up his little eye holes i think
1: he has makeup i don't know Kay. that was from the first oh, trailer I, I think yeah i remember my point i hope to god we don't see his parents getting killed yeah yeah we leave that it. we yeah leave it's that we we accept kinda, it yeah we don't care
0: it's like it's like the tom Holland spider-mans we don't yes. need to see the spider bite no. like yeah i agree with that i agree with that for sure um. Okay. So this this is. Uh, so do we want to say the Rotten Tomato score? At least what we saw today. I think. Yeah. It, maybe
1: people don't want to. Yeah.
0: That's fair. We'll we'll leave you to go find it if you want to seek it out. Uh. I do want to ask this question though. So uh, we're not really gonna break it down in detail. But Moon Knight is the next Disney Plus series, and just off those trailers, it looks a little darker than the other uh, Marvel shows. So and also we have the Batman coming out this week and Moon Knight coming out later in March. So really it feels like for the first time at least in a long time that we're going to get the the real head to head DC versus Marvel. Um it's a little different because it's a movie versus a TV show, but what what do you think on that? Do you think I guess I don't know if success is what we want to uh, like you know Compare the two because one is going to get box office numbers, and how the hell do you equate success with uh, Moon Knight? But I don't know which one do you the, foresee being better? I guess well,
1: Batman, just because it's Batman, and Moon Knight is like a C, maybe D list character yep. within the comics. Uh, I am excited for it though. Oh no, Moon me too. Knight, it's going to no, be sick! Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think this it's going to come down like to gauge, you know, if the head to head matchup, yeah. so to speak. I think it would just have to go off social media buzz, right? Right. Like, I think with all of these Marvel shows, it's just a matter of, are people engaged on Twitter about it? Are Mm -hmm. they throwing out theories? Like, is there a conversation on Twitter, you know, Instagram, TikTok, all that shit? So I'd agree. And for the most part... I, Marvel has absolutely done that. I think the one exception would be what if. Um, yeah. But yeah, which is not really the point of that show. Right. right. There's no theorizing on what if. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. The Batman comes out uh, this week and we're going and we will probably on the next podcast break it down for you. So um, stay tuned for that. Moving on. Uh, this news just broke today. So fairly new uh let's see here daredevil the punisher jessica jones luke cage iron fist the defenders and agents of shield all of which uh, actually excuse me all of which except agents of shield were on netflix and i think agents of shield was an abc show yes if i'm not yep. okay um all of those are heading to disney plus on march 16th um along with that so immediately i, I saw this news and obviously i'm excited but immediately after that i'm thinking to myself okay daredevil <laughs> brandon's out here. his shorts are ruined damn <laughs> hate to really see it peeled off um, immediately i'm thinking daredevil and punisher specifically are definitely like r-rated tvma type shows which i i don't know that's how my mind works it's like okay they're gonna put that on disney plus then i, I Uh, Shortly after that, I saw news that Disney Plus is reportedly going to update parental controls uh, on March 16th to allow more mature content. Um, I was reading up a little bit on it, and apparently they're going to, um, starting on that date, when you log into Disney Plus, you'll have to pick do you want to watch TVMA shows? And then there's like going to be some parental controls. Like if, if you're a parent and you don't want your kids to see right. it, you can make like a pin or something to, you know, a mm. two way auth- authentication type deal. Um, so ba- basically a larger conversation I think is to be had. Does this open up the door? I, I think it's especially interesting that they're doing it before moon night. I don't know exactly what day Moon Knight is, but close to Moon Knight, yeah. let's say. That leads me to think, I, I don't know if Moon Knight is going to be TV MA, but I think it's definitely going to lean a yeah, little darker. darker and 13 y- Yeah, exactly. But then even more so than that, that leads me to also think this opens up the door for like Deadpool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, they can put Deadpool on Disney Plus now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, stuff like that. And then even further beyond that, what... What happens to Hulu you know what I mean like because you you see if, if you've been paying attention to Disney plus recently they're starting to put other like Fox entities that are PG13 and movies that you wouldn't think would be on Disney plus like West Side Story is gonna be on there and um, just a bunch of those type of kind of artsy movies so then that if they're going to up the the mature content, thing does that make hulu eventually go away like is will there be a hulu in the future
1: i think so because they can still do the hulu live package right where you can yeah I can that's watch fair live tv through your hulu yeah no you can it. do that I, I mean
0: and they'll have what's a, not to say why
1: i mean maybe disney
0: does that I mean, right you know may, yeah, maybe, maybe they'll could, just lump it into one is what i'm saying i mean they could, i don't know I, if, I would doubt it yeah i don't know
1: because it, i think there's still a base that just uses hulu versus like for yeah. me, I don't care because I just do the same the package. of yeah. ESPN Plus, Disney, and right, right, Hulu. So like, it doesn't matter to me. But I'm sure there's enough people. Oh, you're saying who just use Hulu, and don't just do Disney? Hulu. Yeah, yeah, would yeah. be my guess. Right? But
0: yeah, it's, I don't just, know. It might. Yeah, it's just things. interesting to think about. I, I just think it's it's interesting the timing that the Moon Knight is coming out. We think that might be darker, and immediately yeah. I thought of Deadpool yeah. because um, Ryan Reynolds. I think in an interview somebody asked him like any news on deadpool 3 and he goes we'll have some update on that sooner rather than later so i'm wondering if that's not the next thing that's going to be a part of this puzzle uh, are you gonna are we gonna talk some dr strange theory on that i you, i get I your mean,
1: eyes right rising a little bit I, I think we might okay see Deadpool, I, not in the movie my my guess is going to be at the the very, very end if you are a <laughs> Marvel right. fan and we, catch we my get, drift. We can, we
0: can talk about that. We can talk about that. But, yeah, no, this this Disney Plus thing, I think, on the surface, it's just like, okay, the, it, cool, the Marvel shows are coming. But if you really think about it, I think it opens up the doors. Because now, let's just say, this is probably stupid because it's not going to happen, but Deadpool, let's say they want to do a Deadpool series. They can do that on Disney. Like, it opens up the door for more R-rated yeah. storytelling in the Marvel Star Wars-type universe, I think. Yeah. So. And
1: I think once they see the success of Batman, Joker, Peacemaker, right. Suicide Squad, I think they need to figure out a way to bring in kind of R-rated some rated content. I, I agree. I mean, you know me.
0: I'm all yeah. for the R-rated yeah. content. but uh,
1: I just think that's the one area where I could see like them – That's where the one advantage DC has that over Marvel. Yeah. And they could close that gap very quickly. And you know what?
0: Like, whether you dislike it or like it, Peacemaker, you know, the stats back it up. Like, it was the most talked about show for the the duration, um, like, engagement-wise on social media and stuff. Uh, You got to know what you're going into with Peacemaker. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. It's... It's basically the same vibes of Suicide Squad. It's a James Gunn, bro. Exactly. And it was fun. Super fun uh, show. So, yeah, I I agree. I think there's a a lane there for for Disney. Absolutely. We'll we'll see. All right. um, I know you told me before the show you don't watch Euphoria. I I can never remember if you watch Euphoria or not. I just want to get off my takes.
1: Let me just say this. For some reason, my TikTok is fucking littered. With yeah. euphoria. dude, I. That's the thing with me.
0: I cannot miss a, a Sunday with it on. That's my entire timeline
1: is Euphoria. So it's if I'd crazy. missed it, I would be so. Well, I know like what's going on at TikTok. <laughs> like, or what's so going you on don't euphoria. watch Euphoria? You watch the Euphoria yeah, on social media. I know <laughs> they just did a big old play. I know Sydney yep. Swinney's character. Cassie fucked her best friend's yep. boyfriend. <laughs> maybe not boyfriend. There you go. You don't even need yeah. to watch the show. I, I've seen the whole goddamn show. Basically, and no. It's all because every time I'm on TikTok, for some reason, the algorithm. I think it's because I'm a big Zendaya fan. <laughs> I, I get all that content. It's that's wild. That's fair. So I guess I won't spoil everything. Like, do you intend to watch the show ever? I mean, just it's fine. Okay. Uh, it's been spoiled. I yeah. just want to get some of my takes off. Yeah, so, them
0: off. um. I, so obviously the end of season two just happened this past Sunday. Um, I just want to compare it to season one a little bit. So I enjoyed season two, not as much as season one. I will say story structure wise, you know, me being a screenwriter, like I, I kind of try and find the engine and kind of try not predict, but kind of like, you know, where the show is going a little bit, you know? Um, with obviously hope, hopefully some surprises thrown in there, but story structure wise, it was kind of all over the place that the season two ended with a lot of unanswered questions and it got renewed for season three, so they could easily answer those. But, um, so like I said, story structure wise, it was a little all over, all over the place acting wise. I think Zendaya locked up the Emmy. Um, there was the, I call it the running episode, but, um, I'll just tell you, that, like, she – basically, she she's an addict, right? Yeah. And <laughs> – Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he knows. <laughs> and she goes to this drug dealer. She gets it in yep. her mind. You know this too,
1: based off social media? Yep. Went to the <laughs> That's old, fucking crazy. Went to the old white woman. <laughs> yep. yep. She's scary. Um, Maybe get ba- sexually assaulted, maybe not.
0: Yeah, we can – I can t- tell you that part too. So basically, she gets the idea – what if I can find a way to do drugs for free? So she basically comes up with this fake business plan to get the suitcase full of drugs to then just do the drugs. She pitched it as, I'm going to sell these drugs, but she just did them. So you see her basically relapsing and fucking off the fentanyl and just crazy shit. And then she is with the Jules character. And Ju- the Elliot character... Basically tells Jules that she's relapsing and everything. So Jules then tells her mom, and all hell breaks loose. Zendaya, they, she's yelling at everybody. She's getting in their face. That was like the best acting I've seen yep. in Zendaya in a minute. Then I don't, I don't know if you caught the Twitter with that, but they've taken her to rehab. And while they're at a stoplight, she Gets is out on the, the car. Run. Runs great. Just. It, it's cra- it felt like I was there. Like it yeah. felt like I was going through taking someone'm I'm, I'm close to to the hospital to rehab. It, it was just I, I can't describe it. Like my jaw was on the floor. So that episode and then the two final episodes, the play episodes, really did did it for me for this season. If it weren't for those, I would say it's kind of a subpar season. I enjoyed it. I think it's more so the acting and the characters and the empathy that comes with those characters than some of the story. But uh, Do um, they
1: need to move out of high school?
0: See, that's the other thing. So it, it not a lot of time passed like in the story from season one to season two. So basically in season one, they're juniors in high school. And then the first episode of season two is New Year's so then it would be what semester 2 of yeah, winter. Yeah. of uh junior year so maybe next year they're going to be seniors i
1: i don't know it's it weird. just seems like a lot of shit happens for high school oh yeah no that, listen, that's the I get crazy it. that's like, the crazy stuff part. happens in high like, school like like but maybe like a tenth of what I mean, yeah,
0: exactly. Like um, I pray to God that's not happening yeah, in Des, my, Des Moines, k- Iowa. My, you know? my kids being home, right? School. That's the immediate thing that I thought of in season one. It's like I'm scared to have fucking kids. Like <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, but yeah, if, if you're looking for a good show, if you can get past the the excessive wiener throughout it, Euphoria is a really with some good
1: show. Sydney Sweeney for you.
0: They they do. Yeah, yeah, she is. Quite a smoke show. Okay. Um, yeah. That's that's uh, since you haven't seen it, I I, I, think I can't have. bounce some things <laughs> I th- off. I think I have. <laughs> well. Okay. So you know what happens to Fez and uh, Ashtray. One of them gets shot. <laughs> Ashtray <laughs> <I> does. <don't know. laughs> Is that the dude that looks like <laughs> Mac Miller? Uh, no, you're. Thi- I think you're thinking of of Fez. He's the drug dealer, and he has a kid brother. It's not his actual brother, but he. Spoiler alert. Gets shot. Um. so that's crazy yeah the, the, the biggest thing what I was going to say in here the most annoying abandoned storyline for me was the fact that Rue stole those drugs from Lori the drug dealer they didn't they didn't touch on that in the end well, you die you die in real life if that happens maybe that's how season so, 3 ends yeah so may, maybe so here's my prediction for season 3 I know I, we have a lot to get to and I'll, I'll move on after this but My thing, so again, going back to the story structure and the story engine, so story engine, for those of you who don't know, it's basically something that drives the TV show uh, in Breaking Bad. It's literally, he breaks bad every episode. He does something fucked up that um, is more fucked up than the last episode, and he literally breaks bad every episode. The show ends when he breaks good, when he stops Breaking Bad for so for me as a screenwriter as a storyteller I try and like find that in each show I watch and maybe maybe that ruins the viewing experience for some people but I don't know I get off on those sort of things so it's hard for me to find that in euphoria I, I it, as fucked up as it sounds to me it is rue re, gets clean then relapses gets clean then relapses And so at the end of season two, she is at least making what feels like a real effort to become clean. So in season three, I'm wondering if it's going to be her path to sobriety. The thing I, I, so here's my prediction is it's going to end with season three. If they keep it going with season four, five, six, whatever, I personally think they're going to have to keep having rue relapse and i just think from a humanity standpoint from the outside looking in that just looks so fucked up yeah. so i don't know how further they can go unless they somehow make Jules the main character or something i don't know um so that's my prediction that i know you don't care about because you don't watch the show but <laughs> you watch it through that's social it. media yeah. lens that's funny okay uh, have you watched the kanye doc i have not okay Pitch, we can kind of skip that one, pitch, too. Pitch me on why I should watch it. Okay, so, I mean, I know you may feel a certain type of way about Kanye in the news n- right now. This is – a it's really compelling, honestly, to see the humble beginnings. Um, for me, it's just crazy that a dude, Cootie, the, the director and filmmaker – decided 20 some odd years ago to put a camera on Kanye and basically followed him throughout his career. So he quit Cootie, quit his job, followed Kanye to New York when he was on Rockefeller and basically chased this dream of his along with Kanye's. And I don't know, like you can see the humble beginnings and you can see like glimpses of kind of the ego. Um, it's just it's crazy to see, like knowing what he is now and the, seeing the change. And what's even crazy, er, I guess, is the first two episodes was before the college dropout, and the second episode was literally the college dropout. So there is only one more episode. So obviously they have a lot of ground to yeah. cover. I assume that the turning point will be when Donda, his mom, dies. That's also the most compelling part for me was seeing her in the documentary she just the way she champions kanye and kind of gives him the energy that he needs to kind of have confidence in in himself it's a beautiful thing to watch and you may think a certain type of way about him now but seeing that is just really it was awesome and really as like an artist and a storyteller it's it's very empowering and inspirational for me it's like you gotta you gotta champion yourself a little bit like I, I get those vibes from watching this documentary. and really it's just cool to see you know him become him, you know yep. So we'll see the the thing that they uh, Cootie said in episode two is the the bigger Kanye got, the more he grew apart from him. So I assume that's why episode three will kind of jump around to the future. Um, so it'll be, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's definitely worth a watch. I would say, okay. um, they could have easily made it a 10 part documentary. I don't know why they're only doing three, but we'll see. It comes out tomorrow, the third part, and I'm sure Twitter will blow up off it. So we'll see. Did I pitch
1: you? Are you in? We'll see.
0: <laughs> I didn't pitch him. Well, On the Damn fence. it. On it the fence. it's
1: it's more about the subject matter than, than you. That's fair. I, I can, I
0: can, I get, I get that. Yep. Okay, um, let's move on to the book of Boba Fett. I know we both have some thoughts on this. Wait, 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 wait the the what? The book of what? What I say, Boba Fett. Baba, Boba Fett. Sorry, I'm going, I'm going hell out a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> the book of Boba Fett. There we go. <laughs> um, all right. Did we enjoy this series? Mixed reviews. Good, bad. It's What mixed. do you think? I it's, agree. It's
1: hundred, I think for everybody. Yeah. Parts. We're great, agreed. Parts were really bad, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> I thought the beginning with the uh, the uh, the sand sand people, sand people, The Tuscan Raiders, Tuskens, whatever you want to call, there them. we go, was great. Loved it. The payoff of it didn't really work out, but that's another story. You didn't like him swinging the little thing at the yeah. very end. <laughs> payout kind of sucked. The Specifically, is it Richard Robert Rodriguez? I think he directed two or three episodes. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Those were the worst ones. Are those near the end? He did the last one, and then he did the one with the stupid mod kids where they had a yeah. the really bad chase. I honestly
0: leave. I honestly think they're trying to do like a modern day Power Rangers or something. Spy Kids. This kid, Spy Kids? He's the okay. one who did Spy Kids. Oh, okay. That's funny.
1: The special effects were just really weird in certain parts. The fight scene at the end, like they gear you, you up. Like, you didn't like the like turn from the one red dude, the, the, but like they, they <laughs> do you know what I'm talking yeah, about. It's <laughs> so wack, dude. The, but they, they, they build you up for this big final fight scene for the whole city, right? Mm-hmm. Whole town, whatever. And there's like twelve people. Right. And I get we're in COVID times. You probably couldn't have a full set, but it just looked awful. <laughs> Seriously, it was like. There was probably, what, 25 people total yeah. in the whole fight scene? Yeah. I and, don't was, know. and then they're like, oh, thank God the town people are here. Right. And they pull up eight deep. <laughs> it was just. Your ma- the math isn't adding up for it you. It was just bad. Like, it was like. I almost wish they would have like saved that for like saved the fight for season two, yeah. and then give us a real actual fight scene. So I don't know if the whole budget just went to making Luke look good, or right? Not, but, seriously, like, it was it was weird. The Luke, the Ahsoka, the Grogu, all of that stuff was great. Right when it was basically Mandalorian, yeah. It was season two point five. Yeah, that <laughs> part was awesome. Right. Th- those episodes were great. I, I just I think they missed, um, which is fine. I'm glad they took a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it; it was entertaining, um, but it was no nowhere near groundbreaking.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I have some beefs, I, like you said. I think there were some parts that were amazing, some parts
1: definitely a miss. Um, Can I tell you the funniest uh, on the ringer, they were <laughs> like talking about it, mm-hmm. and someone <laughs> called the show the Mid DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> That's I thought funny. That was pretty funny. That is funny.
0: Um, I will say the I didn't love some of the structure of this show. Like I, I really liked the Tusken Raider flashbacks. Yeah, but I didn't like how they did every you know the 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 first three or four episodes as half flashback, half um, in real time. I don't know. Like the structure, it was just. I don't know it just didn't do it for me i like the flashbacks but i don't know if there's a way to it's hard it's hard because they have so much ground to cover because boba fett is a beloved character and you have you know he's in mandalorian so obviously we got to give some backstory here so that's the best way to do it is flashbacks i get it i get it but i was honestly more interested in kind of the the crime lord stuff of the real time like I enjoyed looping in the job of the, the huts or whatever. Yep. I enjoyed uh the evil Chewbacca dude. Like I enjoyed that stuff. I, I I get why you have to bring in the the sand people and stuff like that, but I don't know. I was I was waiting for more of that crime lord and taking back the city and all that. I, I enjoyed that. Um ag- again, with the structure-wise, you abandon Boba Fett for at least one episode, but, like, maybe two episodes yeah. when they went to Mandalorian. Uh, and I, I feel like a part of me just maybe thinks that it would they would have done better if they just... And I know you, you have to, like, name it something other than the Star Wars show. But, like, make a show about this era with Mandalorian and Boba Fett and Ahsoka and Luke and Grogu. And yeah. just make it the overall like the Mandalorian show Mandalorian universe. So it's exactly. like
1: Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So loop, loop Boba Fett into that somehow. I, I think there's a way to do that and, and make more episodes out of a season. Don't do just the six episodes do. I don't know. That would be my, that would be my idea to maybe fix it. Um, I love the Mandalorian stuff. The Luke looked 10 times better yeah. than he did in uh, Mandalorian. I thought, um, I think they hired the guy who they found online. From YouTube. From YouTube to yeah. the deep fake guy. Um, so clearly his work is paying off. That, that was really, really well done. Um, yeah, the I, I thought it was interesting how they chose to do the big Grogu decision off screen. Uh I think obviously we knew for the story he had to pick the Mando armor. Yeah. But like I don't know. That's a big thing, and they did it off screen. I don't know. There were were just some decisions that I didn't love from a storytelling standpoint, Um, but it was fun. It was a fun show.
1: Even the decision at the end of the last season of Mandalorian to separate them, and we're thinking the next season's going to be about, okay, how are they going to bring them back together? And now it was like, okay, that season ended, and now we're going to immediately pick up with Grogu and Mando back together. Right. And And they're they're just just going to be going on missions. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, so what was the point of separating them at the end of season two? So there was just some questionable decisions. Agreed. Um,
0: Agreed. Uh, I'm, you know, we, I didn't put this on the docket, but really looking forward to Obi-Wan, obviously oh, yeah. that comes out, I think May 25th. Really, really excited about that. We haven't got a trailer for that yet, but I think we, that
1: one and uh, the Ahsoka yeah, show.
0: I was going to say one. the Ahsoka show. We, I don't know if that is, they haven't announced if that's coming this year. But that one I'll be looking forward to. We have uh, at least they hinted at it, so I assume it'll he'll be a character in the show. Uh, Thrawn from Rebels, that'll be cool. That brings up the question: maybe Do they bring the Ezra. main character Ezra? Uh, yeah, they they could do so many things. And like I said, it maybe it would be better to loop in the whole universe. Yeah. But hey, um, I'm here for some Star Wars. Uh, really, looping back to our conversation about more TVMA content. Do you see Star Wars delving into that at all? I'd
1: be shocked.
0: I, you know me, I'm, I'm gonna pitch my way to Star Wars TVMA. <laughs> Let me get my show off. That would be sick. But I, yeah. I'd be shocked just
1: because right now Star Wars is really dictated by two people, Dave Filoni and Jon Favro, and that's just not the content that those two. They're like, agreed. They're like Star Wars purists. right? Yeah, like for the sure, original for sure. Trilogy. Yeah. And I, so. I think there's a
0: lane, though, for, let's say, this is how I'm comparing it, is like the R-rated Joker movie with Walking Phoenix. I think there's a lane for things kind of in that vein for Star Wars. I think they could find something. And uh, I'd be uh, more than willing to, uh, you know, help out, write a little <laughs> bit. If you need me, I'm here. So, uh, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, Boba Fett, I would give it a, a, a mid, unfortunately. Yeah, I would, too. To, so this is gonna sound really bad, but honestly, I don't remember how they left it off. How, do will we? Is there a possibility we'll see Boba Fett in the future in Mando? The last thing he says is like
1: maybe being a crime boss is not for me.
0: Okay, see, so yeah, Oh yeah, and then the last like post credit scene is with Thundercat, the the dude who made the mods. Yeah, Thundercat is like a singer. Okay. That that's who plays him. Yeah,
1: it's him helping fix. Uh, Red Scarf Dude. I'm blinking on his name. The the guy with the little James elephant No, the guy. Who's oh, right, right, right,
0: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Do you, I mean? Do you think we'll get a Boba Fett season two? I'd be shocked. Yeah, I'd be shocked. Just because I of think we see Boba just be- again. because of the quality or just storytelling wise of
1: the the reaction. Okay.
0: Um. Another thing I didn't put in the in our doc, but um, I just thought of this. So, um. The Spice Traders, what what are their names? Do you remember? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You the know what I'm talking people. about though. Yeah. So I know we texted about this when we were watching the show, but basically those characters we saw in the solo movie when they went back with uh Amelia Amelia Clark, Kira. Mm-hmm. And uh so that brought us, I think, the question of are they going to bring back solo or that universe or um what what is darth maul's um dawn crimson dawn crimson dawn Dawn. like do you think
1: there's a lane for that do you think they'll touch on that that was the only thing i was thinking if you do a season two is somehow like bringing in crimson dawn amelia clark in particular yeah otherwise i don't think there's worth a season two yeah. I honestly thought at the end we would see Crimson Dawn and Yeah, I was thinking I was
0: thinking that was going to be kind of the big kind of shock yeah, thing. Yeah, I did too. But. Yeah,
1: again, just a missed opportunity. So, I don't know. That there's things they can do in a season 2 um, yeah. to have like unique storylines and maybe you can separate yourself from Grogu and Mando mm-hmm. um and just do, you know, five or six episodes of just right. Boba, but Yeah,
0: I think they hurt themselves bringing a Mando.
1: It it took over the show. Yeah, it just when your best episodes are really just Mandalorian (laughs) episodes, then what's your show? Right, Boba Fett has
0: lost his own show. Yeah. All right, let's get into the big one for Brandon here. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We got a trailer in the Super Bowl. Um, since then, I've heard a million different theories. I've seen crazy Facebook posts. I've seen TikToks. I've seen all these things talking about theories. So, uh, let's break down the trailer and then let's talk about some theories. Yes. So uh, I'll just give the bullet point version of the trailer. Then we can kind of talk about it. So the trailer opens with strange saying every night I dream the same dream. And then the nightmare begins. He also says I did what I had to do to protect our world. Um, that leads me to the question, I assume he's talking about the things he did in No Way Home? Uh, I would assume Endgame. Endgame? Okay. Uh, we see Wanda. She says Vision had his theories about the multiverse and that it was dangerous. Strange then says he was right. We see Strange get arrested for the desecration of reality from, I don't know the character's name, but he has dreads now. Mordo. 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 Uh we then hear a voice that says we should tell them the truth. This is Sir Patrick Stewart aka Charles Xavier from the old X-Men movies. Um so sh- should we come back to that question? Should yep, I keep yep, it going? Keep okay. Going. We see we then see maybe an evil variant of Doctor Strange in a character that looks Similar to Captain Marvel, at first glance, you're like, oh, shit, is that Captain Marvel? But I think some theories and still shots deter that. Um, we see, or excuse me, Wanda says to Strange, you break the rules and become the hero. I do it, and I become the enemy. It doesn't seem fair. Um, so, yeah, that's basically the trailer. A um, lot going on, lot of theories surrounding this trailer. Let's go back to the uh, Charles Xavier thing. So I think even recently, like, he was interviewed for his Picard, I think mm-hmm. that's how you say it, uh, TV show, the Star Trek one, and he confirmed he's in it, which, I mean, we all knew. But how how do you think they're going to loop in the X-Men here? Um, do you think we'll get all of the Fox pe- – and maybe this leads to uh, some other theories, but do you think we'll get old Fox characters? Do you think somehow they're going to introduce MCU
1: versions of those characters – What what do you think here? I don't think so. I think this is just going to be a one-off. I think this is just a variant, basically. Of Professor X? Of Professor X. X. Okay. So everything is pointing towards the Illuminati. I've heard that. Um, And he would be, like, basically in charge or running the Illuminati. Strange or Xavier? Xavier. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So.
0: So you... Okay. So... I mean it's so you think it's a variant you don't think it's like it's actually Xavier from his Fox it universe be. it right. might
1: be but I would be kind of shocked just because I it's in like a multiverse right so right. it would seem odd to me that he wouldn't be in our normal timeline but hard to know for certain yeah yeah there's it's also a lot of so many theories yeah, dude there's a lot of rumors that John Krasinski is Mr. Fantastic yep. is also seen that. going to be I've seen that. Ad, so
0: dude I've yeah. seen every every theory from like I've seen a picture with a list, uh, and it has all their pictures from the movies, but like Ben Affleck as Daredevil, Um, the old, I I don't even know the guy's name, but the guy who played Punisher um, in that old, old 2000s movie, Uh Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen, I've I've seen, uh, what's what's his name chris evans from and as human torch i've seen i've seen so many theories about the old marvel movies yeah. pre mcu and especially now that you see Xavier is going to be in it and you're like, okay, it it could happen. Maybe I just don't, it it just feels like too much. i I not like they can't have all of that. Right.
1: I just don't think they'll do that because I think they'll want to set it up their own way with their own actors and stuff. Sure. So that's why I would lean towards, it's probably just really just a variant. Yeah. And the
0: only way I could see them do that, bring those old characters back is like if they also introduce, New ones and somehow yeah. like break off that the, multiverse so that the universe
1: yeah. and like this is the new one or so something to like, that effect. There's a, a theory that like part of what's gonna make Wanda like the big bad is she's gonna figure out that there's mutants and she's basically gonna try to like kill all of the mutants, huh? And so you could maybe bring in all the old characters and have her kill all of the old, yeah you know, mutants. Is this so
0: comic book wise,
1: isn't she a mutant herself? Yeah. Okay. Which okay. is why she would want to be like the, oh, only the one.
0: one and only. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. So, okay. That leads me to my next question. Then I guess you, you said the big bad. Do you mean of this movie or do you think moving forward a little bit?
1: I would assume mainly for this movie. Same. And then at the end, I think she's going to be like so broken and like, she can get rid of the um. God, what's that book? The Darkhold, okay. Um, that she has. That yeah, from WandaVision. Vision. Yeah, that she stole from, from, yeah, she
0: stole from uh, Agatha. Agatha, thank <laughs> yep,
1: you. Yep. Um, that once she gets rid of that, she kind of snaps back to being our normal Wanda, Wanda. which Instead granted is going Witch. to be very like emotional for her once she realizes all the damage she's done. Right, would be my guess. Um, so I do think she's going to be the you know, the The villain big bad of this movie or at least portrayed at it. Right. I think the Illuminati is going to be like behind it all. Okay. Okay. So Illuminati, uh, like I think people
0: have preconceived notions of Illuminati, (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I didn't even know this, I guess. So the Illuminati in a Marvel sense that they're bad guys.
1: So they, sorry to put you on the spot here with the comic book knowledge. And I don't like, have full knowledge yeah. of it. I've been reading from like my, little things. Yeah, but. From my understanding, it's like a group of people. So, and there's been a lot of different variations. But like, a, one of them is like um, basically like a super strength Iron Man, right? Which I've is heard we of the Tom hear a Cruise lot of thing. Tom series. Yep. Um, but it's basically like a group of like souped up superheroes, essentially that like band together to try to like basically stop the multiverse or like police it a little bit okay so they're like in their mind they think they're playing kind of like the good cop um but it but they're really doing some damage but they're really kind of like fucking shit up okay interesting so like the biggest theory is that people think the like what's going to be like the big like brawl is that Wanda's looking for her kids, and a lot of people think that the Illuminati are going to be the ones that actually have her kids, oh, wow. and like they're like locked in that prison like you see Doctor Strange. Okay.
0: Interesting. You've been listening to some theories. I like mm-hmm. that. I've just been you know, seeing stupid shit on social media. It's a theory. It's, it's not- Yeah, like, yeah. It's not. for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah, so what I was going to ask, so obviously we have kind of this multiverse, and that stemmed from WandaVision, but really more so Loki, I think- and we get Kang the Conqueror. Yep. Do you think he will play a role in this movie or moving? Obviously
1: moving forward. Yeah. Yes, but I uh, don't think so. I think they'll save him for quantum. Uh, Mania, okay. And he, Man he's Man a, confirmed in he's that. He's confirmed sure. in that. So I, I think they'll save him. Okay. Maybe a post credit scene or something, yeah. but yeah. I don't think he'll play much of a role in this. Okay.
0: What is the most? So we're getting all these theories from all, you know, we're going to see cameos from all these weird, crazy characters. What is the most off the wall character that you think we're going to see? Oh man. That's tough, right? Is it Deadpool? Do you cuz okay, so there are rumor that did you see the breakdown of the glass poster? People were trying oh, to yeah. zoom zoom yeah. super uh far in and say is that Deadpool? That's yeah. what's it called? That's what
1: I I think we see Deadpool as a post credit scene. Okay. I don't think he's actually like in the movie.
0: Okay, we're also getting American Chavez, I mm-hmm. believe. That's confirmed. I think we even see her in the yep, trailer a little in bit. The trailer. Yeah, um, she and can I, like
1: multiverse hop, basically. Oh, okay. I was
0: gonna say I don't know her powers. Or, I yeah. think she's a new comic book character. Like, I think so. Yeah, she's kind of a newer um, version, if you will. of The I'm comics. Trying to think.
1: What's the craziest character I can think of? It's hard um, because we saw so many. Um, I'm thinking. Right. I'm think My
0: my my prediction is uh, Chris Evans as as
1: uh, Human Torch. I I, I, don't, I just don't think so. Yeah. It, it, uh, for some reason, I really think the Tom Cruise thing is going to happen. Yeah, I I think I could see it. I really lean that way. It, it's just going to be crazy. Like, what if all these theories come true? Yeah, <laughs> it, it
0: I part of me doesn't want that because it's going to seem so stuffed, but. Hopefully they do it right. Sucks that we have to wait till what, May? Yeah.
1: Because originally it was going to be in March, I believe. This was supposed to come out before Spider-Man, I think. Oh, really? I think. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I think. I don't know. Don't I, quote I, him on I, that. I, Fact check everybody COVID, out there. everything got screwed up. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I I think on the Illuminati, I think we're going to see someone from Wakanda. Okay. I, I like this. You're going to predict the Illuminati. Yeah. I think we'll see someone from Wakanda. I think we'll see some type of Iron Man. I think we get John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Do we get Emily Blunt as Invisible Woman? No, I don't think so. Damn. Um, <laughs> I think we get Monica Rambeau from WandaVision, but cool. it's her mom. I think that's who the Captain Marvel looking lady uh, okay. is. Oh, okay. Because she's Photon or whatever. Sure. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: I don't know who else I can. Think so you think of. she's going to be an Illuminati?
1: I think so. Okay. I don't Do know you know
0: who the comic?
1: Ver- are there different
0: variants different of? Varia- okay, okay. There's
1: different variations. Variations. Yeah. I got you. So it's anybody's guess. Yeah. Uh, another, <laughs> you can, you like, can throw any theory out. In yeah. The another fucking, popular one is Namor. Um, yeah. Who's supposed to like? He's been rumored as the big bad in all of the, the, the next Black, Black Panther, Panther. Stuff. right? Um, and they even allude to Namor in. Uh, end game when right she's like there's a hurricane right. or something going on yeah. so i don't know i i just it sounds like they did a lot of reshoots and in the reshoots is when they did a lot of the um kind of like guest appearances and sure. stuff so that makes sense it doesn't necessarily maybe affect the movie but it's more like cool cameo type. so stuff. so
0: your big prediction is is like the illuminati is going to be formed
1: no, because I think they are planting I think, seeds. I think they gave that away. I think that it, the Illuminati is going to be in the movie. Big prediction would be I think Wanda gets her kids. Okay. But her kids are going to be, like, horrified because it in the trailer, there's the scene where she's back in, um, I keep forgetting Wanda. What's the name of the town? Westview. Westview. Yeah. And I feel like she's going to kill that Wanda, and that's, like, what becomes the zombie Remember they okay. showed zombie one? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's going to be the West view. And like the kids are going to see that and the kids are going to be like super freaked out by it. And do you think they'll remain kids? I think they'll, they'll eventually be aged up maybe towards the end of the movie. Okay. Because we got to get these young Avengers going. Right. Exactly.
0: They're clearly building that. Yeah. A lot of shit going on in the Marvel cinematic this universe. is going to be crazy. This it movie's
1: going to be absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah. It.
0: Like I said, you can throw out any theory, and I'd yep. be like, "Oh yeah, that sounds good." good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know off the top of your head what other Marvel movies we're getting this year? We're getting Thor, right? I think so. Love and Thunder. Thor, that's and like thunder. November, I think. I think so. I don't. Is, that maybe is Black it? Panther supposed to come this year? I thought so. I would doubt that though, because they they've had to pause because yeah, COVID. I think a, a bunch yeah, of, time, of times, a couple times at least. Name got
1: hurt. Yeah. Um. But I think that's supposed to come. Is Guardians this year or next year? I believe that's next yeah, year. Yeah, that might be next year. So maybe it's just. So Thor we're we're Black gonna Panther.
0: get we're gonna get a bunch of shows too. Miss Marvel, She Hulk, obviously Moon Knight. Um, and then we're gonna get Thor potentially Black Panther. Yes, I feel like there probably has to be a December movie too. Maybe no. I'm I'm googling.
1: Okay, is no Secret Invasions isn't this year right? Yeah, Black Panther, uh, Black Panther, Black <laughs> Panther, Wakanda Forever is November. Huh. Thor: Love and Thunder is July. Oh, okay. So
0: interesting. Okay. Well, I'm here for it. Got a lot of Marvel to look forward to, and we're currently theorizing the shit out of Doctor Strange. So probably, uh, probably should watch the full uh, Doctor Strange one. Huh. Yeah, that'd probably be
1: good. That'd Put probably that be on a good your thing list. <laughs>
0: okay i'll do that i'll do that all right let's keep it going um this one we can kind of speed through a little bit um and it it's kind of it's kind of old news but we've we have a little ground to cover so uh we're going to do some oscar noms um i think the format we like to do is we're going to read them all, and then we'll, t- or as we go, do we predict we do them? Do it by category. Do it by category. All right, do you wanna? you you're the man who reads them off because
1: sure. you do better at pronouncing names you, about that. I just say I'm faster, more confident. Than yeah, you do. exactly. All right, best animated feature. Is that where we're starting? Let's do it. Yep. All right, Enchanto, Flea, Luca, the Mitchells versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. First off, we also have to start with what have we seen. And then, yeah. then
0: prediction. Okay. Um, you want me to start? Yeah. I've yeah. seen Luca, uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, Riot and The Last Dragon. I've heard amazing like Encanto is like blowing up. Like I there, literally a song was number one on the charts from this movie. Um it, it's it's huge. I bet that wins.
1: I hate that TikTok dance so much. When oh, there's a dance. Stu- yeah, I didn't do, even know. It's not even dance. They do like a stupid walk to it. Okay. It's, it's
0: probably from the movie, I assume. Yeah. Uh, I've been meaning to watch that movie. I haven't. I think I think Flea is a Netflix animated movie. Could be wrong there. Um, I enjoyed Luca, but if it's me picking my favorite movie off this list, it's Missiles versus Machines.
1: Okay. I I haven't seen any of them. I in is it in, in Canto? Is that I it? think
0: it's I think it's pronounced Encanto Kanto. I in don't Canto.
1: know. Uh, Erica watched that the other day, and so I saw bits and pieces of it. So I I so, agree. I so, think so that maybe one's, that one. I, I think that, that one's gonna
0: win for sure.
1: All right, well, what do we have next? Uh,
0: best Supporting Actress.
1: All right, Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kristen Dunst in The Power of the Dog, and Anju yeah, yeah, Ellis in King Richard.
0: Yeah, um, I haven't seen this movie. I think it's a Netflix movie, but I'm going to go Jesse Buckley from uh, The Lost Daughter. And that's my pick. <laughs> the movie I have seen. I haven't seen any of these? The movie I have seen. The movies I have seen off this are The Power of the Dog and King Richard. Um, I thought Kirsten Dunst did a really good job. I don't know if it was, you know, groundbreaking enough to win an Oscar, but I have heard really good things about The Lost
1: Daughter. So. I'm gonna go supporting actress there. I don't know. That's I'll great. go Kirsten Dunst in the Power of the Dog. I think You should watch is, that movie. I know I need to. That's yeah. uh Benedict, right? Yep. It's I've a heard, it's a real slow burn, but it's very powerful in That end. seems to be one of the big favorites going yeah. into um all of these. There's so many I don't know if I've seen like any of these.
0: Yeah, movies, dude. Uh are we are you uh out of town that week for oh, I need the to, thing? When is that? I think it's like the 23rd or something. I don't know.
1: I have to look it up for sure. I'll look. I'll but yeah, triple check. We'll have
0: to do that if if that's the case.
1: All right. Best Supporting Actor. Uh, Jesus. I'm, uh, I'm, making it, I'm making it tough. Sirion Hins in <laughs> Belfast. Uh, Troy Coaster in Coda. Jesse Plemons in The Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons in Being the Ricardos. Cody Smith-McPhee in The Power of the Dog.
0: Okay. Um... I'm gonna go Coda because I've heard the kid in that is real. I think I think that's the kid in Coda. I, I guess I'm not for sure, but I've heard that's kind of the star who steals that show. Um, yeah, Jesse Plemons is amazing in Power of the Dog. So, but.
1: Yeah. I will go J.K. Simmons just because it feels like he wins Best Supporting Actor every year. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Best Lead Actress, Jessica Chastain in The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Colman in The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, and Kirsten Stewart, uh, Kristen Stewart. Is it Kirsten Spencer. or Kristen? Kristen. I it wrong? No, okay. it's Kristen. It's Kirsten Dunst, Kristen yeah. Stewart. Okay. Uh, that was Spencer.
0: So I haven't seen this movie, but I'm going to go Kirsten, uh, Kristen Dunn, or ah, you got me messed up now. Sorry. Kristen Stewart and no. Spencer, uh, she portrays princess Diana, I think kind of in a dark way too. Yeah. Um, I've heard really good things. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. Um, my sleeper pick would probably be Olivia Coleman in the lost daughter. I don't know. I haven't heard who steals that movie. If it's the supporting or if it's Olivia Coleman, but, um, but yeah, I have, I actually haven't seen any of those movies. Yeah. So,
1: so it, it seems like Olivia Coleman right now might be the best actress. Uh, uh is that
0: who they're? No, no, no. People like are just predicting in general. Like,
1: oh, okay. I think she's kind of taking the category as like who's the best actress right now out. Would Frances uh, McDormand Olivia, have something to say? Should be close. But yeah. I, I I think Olivia Coleman's got a lot of momentum. Yeah, she's right been now. she's been killing it.
0: Uh, what was I gonna say? A snub for Lady Gaga here. So clearly, yes. clearly they put a stamp on that they weren't a fan of House of Gucci. Yeah which a lot of critics aren't. Yeah. It um, seemed
1: like a very split movie. Right. Which is fine. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but, same. All right. Uh best lead actor Javier Bardem in, uh Bardem in being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith in King Richard and Denzel Washington The Tragedy of Macbeth. A loaded.
0: Yeah. Loaded. 100%. Um I'm gonna. I haven't watched this movie. I it's a musical, so it's gonna take a lot of strength for me to watch it. Um, but I'm gonna go Andrew Garfield and Tick Tick Boom. I would love to see Will Smith win for King Richard. Um, that'd be cool. Benedict Cumberbatch was awesome in Power of the Dog. He's a real dick in that movie, but um, he did a great job. Haven't seen Being Ricardo's. I, I tried to watch Tragedy of Macbeth. It was hard, man beautifully Dude, they, beautifully shot movie like it was amazing cinematography
1: i'll direct it uh, i think he might have to be honest is it like in old yes it english? is old english
0: and the whole yeah. time i'm like okay it's i'm tough. trying to like put together yeah. in my mind what is happening and it's so
1: hard yeah it's tough it is tough i'll go will smith I will think, smith i think he get some love yeah would be cool all right best picture belfast i haven't i've never even heard of that movie it's yet. a
0: black and white movie yeah okay I don't know uh, much more than that, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Coda, don't look up. Drive my car. Dune. Wow. Uh, King King Richard. <laughs> Licorice p- Licorice Pizza. Nightmare Alley. The Power of the Dog. And West Side Story. Have you se- okay? So you've seen Dune. Is that the only
0: one? And don't look up. I uh, don't look up. Okay, I have seen Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and that's it. Um Licorice
1: pizza is another one that's like super like controversial. Oh really? Yeah, like people love, love it, it. or hate it. Hate it. it. Huh, there's not I guess there's not much of like a plot. Interesting.
0: I I think it's more of a comedy.
1: I think so. I
0: think. I don't know. Um I th- so just just letting people out there know, Coda is on Apple TV. Okay. So you can watch that. I think Drive My Car is actually on HBO Max right now. Um, don't look up as Netflix don't look up as Netflix licorice pizza I- is might it be still in theaters I think Nightmare Alley is on Hulu and HBO Max right now Power of the Dog is Netflix and then West Side Story I think like next week is coming to Disney Plus so and Dune is HBO Max I don't know if it's is on this? there at the moment right okay. now. it, 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 it was, was during that like period when it was in theaters it, I assume it'll be coming back soon um and then Belfast I don't know it's probably just a theater movie, but. Um, So yeah, if you really don't want to, you know, go to theaters, rent these movies, you can probably find them. Most of them on streaming. Um, I don't know. This is tough. I think, I honestly think it's going to go to Belfast. I think Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Yeah, cool. That's the favorite. You should definitely check it out. It's really, it's really good. I Um,
1: love Benedict. So, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. So, uh, just some couple other tidbits on the Oscars. Uh, Amy Schumer. Uh, Regina Hall and Juana Sykes will be hosting the event. And then this is an interesting one. So they talked about doing it in the past, but they're finally doing it. The Oscars are doing a fan favorite award where fans can vote. Um, The leaderboard currently has the Army of the Dead, Cinderella with Camila Cabello, Dune um, Malignant, is that how you say that? <laughs> uh, Minamata. Never heard of that. The Power of the Dog, Sing 2, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Suicide Squad, and Tick, Tick, Boom. I think we all know what probably should win, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I I hope they give Spider-Man some love. Yeah. Twitter was genuinely mad. and I think they have an argument that it wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Um, great great comic movie uh, i hope it gets some love in, at least in this category do you predict that's
1: what's going to win or what do you think i feel like i've seen a lot of social media stuff about cinderella like yeah, spam voting yeah maybe. that's whack yeah that's whack. i don't know it, listen the oscars have royally is, is it up. losing credibility uh, like the it's grammys not losing credibility is just losing interest yeah like i just don't think people care and the I, show i do sucks. like
0: how they're doing this though like that that it's yeah. something fun and different that they can bring fans into care a little bit, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, Wanda Sight. I mean, what are we doing, folks? <laughs> oh, no.
0: Brandon's not a fan. Yeah, that's
1: interesting. Three hosts?
0: Yeah, I don't know. What the
1: fuck are we doing?
0: I don't Yeah. It, was this the one that didn't have a host last time? Yeah. Yeah. So now they are they went from zero to three? Yeah. Weird. All right. Um, anything else in the Oscars? Do you plan on watching the Oscars? I don't even know it when the Oscars on what, is. Well, it's on TV then. <laughs> fair, don't know. fair. All right. This is just I thought was interesting and um, just wanted to put this in the podcast. Kendrick Lamar is partnering with South Park creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker on a new comedy film. It will be produced by Kendrick and Dave Free under PG Lang and co-produced by Stone and Parker. This is where it gets interesting. I am surprised Kendrick is on board with this. Um, the film will tell the story of a black man who works as a slave reenactor at a live history museum. During his internship, the man learns that he is a descendant of slaves who were once owned by his white girlfriend's ancestors. That's pretty fucking heavy for a, bit, for a comedy. Um, I know I, I, I'm a huge South Park fan. I know they're very edgy and like to toe the line of too fucked up, this is some heavy shit. Um, the fact that Kendrick is on board,
1: I'm in. I'll see it, but but don't you damn. think like Kendrick, like to pip a butterfly, like he's very racially
0: and politically motivated? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just the fact not that motivated,
1: it's a, but like he's he's not afraid to tackle inspired. any issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, touch on it.
0: Um, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. The whole comedy part though is what throws me. It's kind of weird. But but I I think
1: that's just to, like, kind of soften the blow, right? Like, take take some of the edginess off of it. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I I trust – I have my whole faith in Kendrick Lamar, Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about him. But it's cool, really cool, that PG Lang, it's kind of this ideas company, is – doing something on this level. so
1: It'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. It's either one of those things that's going to be awesome or it's just going to go very wrong. Yeah, Exactly. I don't exactly. see like a middle ground where it's like Book of <laughs> Boba Fett. Right, right. Yeah, I agree with that. I I, I don't know
0: if it's going to be on Paramount Plus because I think the, the South Park people have ties with that. I'm sure it will be. I don't know if it's going to be like a streaming movie or a theater movie. That'll be interesting to see. But All right, let's get into some music talk. This is more... There's not a whole ton of like news, news stuff, so I put some things that I just think will be some good discussions. Um, So the first one is uh, from Dreamville rapper Boz. He posted this on Instagram. He said, I have an 11-song version of my next album. Very cohesive, minimal features, emotional, vulnerable, an all-time vibe. Then there's a 17-song version with the hits, big features, but a break in cohesion, a sacrifice in direction. I feel the latter may be better for my career, but the former is a truer showcase of my artistry. Every day I'm torn in, the, in between the two. I find this a very compelling conversation. I, I commented on the post on Instagram what my thoughts are, but I want to hear from you too, and I, we can discuss it. Um, which, which one do you think you should do?
1: I think this is really, how do you handle it? I think it's really easy. Yep. You put your eleven songs mm-hmm. and then you do six bonus tracks. See, I I kind of have a similar
0: thought. I personally would put the big feature songs out as like promotional singles. Okay. Then give the true artistry album, the eleven version. Don't
1: don't sacrifice. Then they're not <clears throat> gonna be on the, like then your songs that you got people there to are like there. So it's gonna saying, be so different that Like, cause to me, like, think about how we consume music now, right? If we want to listen to an album or if we like someone, we go and we download the whole album. True. Right. If you're saying, hey, you uh, you, you know, think of like, okay, ooh, I really like this song. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be on this album. I click, I see the song title. Now I click the whole album right and i have it all there so you're saying
0: more of like convenience of like excuse me the album being together basically um yeah yeah, i can see that because
1: also you have to think how many people outside of me and you (laughs) when we first listen to an album listen from start to finish not on random or shuffle i know i do (laughs) i know i do too the first time i do the first time yes but after that Mm -hmm. like like i I bet i bet the majority of people do not listen to albums one through 11 in this case, which is without unfortunate in my humble opinion, but, but, well, I mean, for some, some people just want a vibe, but, but some people, you also don't need to listen to them in order. There's no, no, that's very true order and cohesion. That's, that's
0: true. Um, yeah, I, I 100% there, there's a way to do both. I think 100% I think, don't sacrifice give the 11 song version that is true to your vision
1: it's like a deluxe version
0: yeah i was gonna say i think number one uh do maybe like an ep or something like a like a prelude to the album or if you want it to be a part of the album like you said do the 11 song version and then come with the deluxe or something the next week or something in this world full of deluxe fucking versions um, I don't know. I think there's a way to do both. I yeah. I don't think you compromise your vision, though. I think you, I think he sticks yeah, should stick to I the vision. I don't
1: think by <laughs> doing like bonus tracks or a deluxe. For, I don't think that's compromising. Yeah. I think that's just marketing. That's just yeah, like put I them all at, at the put like them all at the some, end. Yeah, put them at the end. Yeah, listen to my story. I'd be okay would, with that. And then here's some bonus tracks for fun that. Yeah, I'd be I know okay people like and you know this is what brought you here, so I want you to have these. Yeah, because otherwise, what's from stopping people? Just yeah, I listen to it, but now I just like these six songs. I'm just gonna add them individually. Yeah, are you a fan of Boss? I honestly haven't heard, haven't listened, haven't listened to his listened music. Much. So he, my is, music game, has been so bad. Part of it's because your boy has not been to the gym a lot lately, <laughs> and that's usually good, where I, that's where I listen to music. I got you. Uh, so my music intake, and there just hasn't been a ton of. I can certainly I'm send a big, you. As I'm a it comes big in, I can guy. certainly send you, you know, stuff. Yeah, but I, I just I'm a big artist guy. I like the big releases. Uh, I like <clears> the Drakes, the J. Cole's, the Kendricks. Yeah, you know, I'm more see, for, a fan of the. You know, you know, for me, hip hop wise, I'm like,
0: you know, I, yep. I like to
1: see the come ups
0: and all that. But uh, um, yeah, Boz is really good. Um, his last album, Milky Way, was was good uh with, with with the cohesion and you know what he's kind of saying here I, I have high expectations for this album now and and how he portrayed himself on the off season and how he kind of got into the more like singing vibes i'm i'm about that he he was really good on that front um do you want to predict the big features i think one obviously j cole yeah I, I would assume j cole and with him being from new york and i think queens
1: I might go Jay Z. What about maybe Nas? Yeah, yeah, Nas. I could see Especially that too. Especially with J Cole's adoration for Nas. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's a good prediction. I think either either two of those are yeah. good picks. So he's not like on the level where he can get like a I don't know maybe he can get a fucking Kendrick with his ties to J Cole.
1: I don't know, but yeah, if Kendrick's not retired from rapping, <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll get into that, but. <laughs> All right, um, that, I guess, leads us right into our TDE talk. Um, so Punch, the president of TDE, tweeted, I'm curious, who are the next superstars in rap? Um, he tweets more, but we le- first let's say our list. You're, i got to pull up my Twitter real you're quick. You're going to have to carry this one. Okay. Give me one second here. Um, I can help in the next one, but in, in upcoming superstars. Yeah. I thought I had a pretty – so I – my list that i gave it's like first we have to define superstar i think but um i this list i think the first two are for sure
1: potential superstars i think
0: J J D. yep corday yep i think those are potential potential superstars let me
1: ask you this yeah is chance the rapper a superstar (sighs) that's tough With coloring book, yes. See, right now, no. See, yeah. See, I would lean towards him being a star. Yeah, I think he's well known, well respected. He's put out one classic. Yeah, I think he's a star. Don't sleep on acid acid rap's good too. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think he's a superstar. Yeah, I I would
0: agree. Right now, no. Does he have potential to get that back? Yes, because I he has been teasing new music and his little snippets he puts out. Are kind of fire. I know a lot of people are writing him off after the big day. I, I think the big day gets a terrible, way way too bad of a rap. It is not. It does not deserve the hate it gets. It's not his best work. It's it's subpar. It's not not his best work, but he does not deserve to fall off like he has.
1: Yeah, but it's subpar.
0: Yeah, I I I am excited. I am excited for his next. I love chance, but so what? I what I. uh, Responded to Punch on Twitter with These next are I I, I say it, it, it It's hard because Superstar Also comes with like fame yeah. And popularity mm-hmm. I don't know if these people have that quite yet But I'm, I'm talking about their Rapping abilities and the albums that they have Put out I think the quality Has J. Cole Kendrick potential in the future And that is Kenny Mason He Is kind of Dark, it kind of has punk rock vibes, too, with him a little bit, but uh, he's a rapper. Really good. Saba, I think his lyricism is on the level of superstar right now. Um, There's an artist called Mez. He was all over that Compton album with Dre. And just the singles that he's put out and his production company, uh, I, I he has potential to be great I had to show some love for my boy Sylvan Lecue. if he gets that one hit I'm telling you he's going to be great Grip who put out the album with uh, Shady Records last year and then Westside Boogie who's also on Shady Records so those people are more so the craft and if they get that hit I think they can reach that potential breakout superstar level um, J.I.D. and Corday I think they're the future superstars, straight up. Um, So there's that. And then the next question we hear... So Punch also tweeted, Wait, who are the current superstars in rap post-Kendrick, Cole, Drake, and Nikki? Do you have uh,
1: an opinion on that one, I guess? Well, like, I guess... uh Also, like I think those ones, I don't know if they're maybe Nikki's post, but like the other ones are still going rap superstars. Right, right. So I would push.
0: I So before I forget, because I'll I'll be upset if I don't mention these people, too. I forgot to mention Tira Wack, a female rapper, amazing artist, I think. And then probably more in terms of the popularity right now, Jack Harlow and Baby Keem. Jack Harlow, for sure. Yep. Uh, So future post. So, who are the current superstars in rap post Kendrick, Cole, Drake, Nicki? I have one name.
1: You have you only have one? Yeah,
0: I mean, there there could be more. This is just the one name that came to my mind. Who who can Tyler the Creator? Okay,
1: what about Kid Cudi? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I guess you could make that. I'm just not a big Kid Cudi guy. I mean, I like his music. I just there's a but cult you're taking, following.
1: Like personal preference out of it.
0: Yeah, Travis so you, Scott. You, you, Travis Scott's yeah, a fucking superstar. It, he's a superstar. Whether it'll be you it'll, like his. No, music or not. no, I, superstar. I, I really like his music. It'll be interesting, especially now to see how he navigates with the whole uh, Astral World controversy. Um, if he can continue yeah. being a superstar, he is a superstar for sure.
1: I'm trying to like the baby or
0: the baby. Popularity wise, yeah, I don't think the ability goes with it for me. So for me, rap, like superstars, like so you have to have. How you, yeah, so I guess how, how would you define it? Is it more popularity or yeah, is it to me it's the more intersection of like ability and popularity?
1: For me, it's the latter. I, I, I'd like to think. I think you have to have some talent, but I think if you're all over the fucking radio and you're fucking famous everywhere and everyone knows yeah. you, like. To me, a perfect example would be like back, like think way, way back here yeah. when we were youngins. Like Bow Wow, <laughs> okay. Bow Wow was a superstar. Yeah, he wasn't a great rapper by <laughs> any stretch of the back, but he was He's superstar. not on your Mount Rushmore, like Mike. <laughs> yep, you know what I mean. Like, sure, sure. I don't
0: know. Like if. I'd like to think if we're putting people in a category with Kendrick and Drake and J. Cole, they have to be fucking great.
1: Sure. But there's a difference between a superstar and a legend. Okay. We're getting deeper. Those people are legends. Okay. So the J. Coles, the Kendricks, the M's, the, the Wayne's, those are legends. Yeah. There's a difference between legend and superstar. Like okay. to me, maybe this is a bad example, but like the game, the game was a superstar. I don't know if the game's a legend. When I think of the all-time greats... I think he's a top 50 rapper, but... Um, but that's not yeah. an all-time great. Top 50? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of rappers out there, but... But of all time, like, that really... Like, what about, like, like to me, Andre 3K is a great, but was he ever a superstar? I Maybe think that a was period. a choice on his part. Exactly. Though. Yeah. But, but that's not what I'm at. But, like, yeah. Was no. He? no, I wouldn't consider...
0: I think in the 90s as Outkast, yeah, he was a superstar. As a solo artist now, no, but he is a great – he is
1: a top 20 rapper.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: Yeah. So, like, I I just think it's – like, I'm I'm trying to think about this. I love this conversation, by the way. I'm trying to think about this from, like, a sports perspective. Yeah. Because, like, who's a good example right now? I'm I'm trying to think of – like Aaron Judge, New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's a superstar. Some would argue face of the franchise, or Bryce Harper maybe yep, is yep. a better example. They're superstars, but they're not going to be. They're not ever, to me, going to pass over into the all time greats. Okay. And okay. so, like, there's a difference. In, like, so to can, me, superstar is like, uh, like maybe a five year period where, like, like you're the maybe Migos. Not, you're maybe yes, yes. Migos That's a good example. They were superstars, right? No one's ever going to confuse right. them for great. Yeah, they're they're a phase. Right, right. So like superstars come and go. Yeah, I think you can have a lot of them. Anybody can have like a a, a great couple year run, but there's differences between like the longevity makes you a fucking legend.
0: Yeah, that's a good that's a good way that's to put it I for sure. It. So to good me, way to you put
1: have it. to tie in fame and success and yeah,
0: yeah. I just I don't know. I I I I don't want superstar to get thrown around with just being famous and popular i hope at least in my interpretation of it i like to put some quality into it too that's why i put tyler creator you can throw in travis scott yeah I'm but okay your quality
1: that. is going to be different from yeah the majority of people that right listen. right like
0: i agree i agree that's fair um let's see what else did punch tweet uh i think this is an interesting take he said uh It might be over for The Superstar. Nothing is sustainable. Superstars are based off of moments that last. Nothing lasts more than two days now. While Mike Jackson moonwalked, or when Mike Jackson moonwalked across that stage at the Motown show, that moment lasted decades. And then he says, hmm, is oversaturation the death of The Superstar? I think there's a point to be said about it lasts two days and then it leaves. It feels like with the streaming era, Albums come out on a Friday. If it's not like a Kendrick album that is like there's quality and years go into this album and there's a story, at least in my mind. I think I I listen to it, but I I listen to things and I I keep coming back to them just because I'm a hip-hop head and I want to analyze it. But the casual fan, I think, especially when like in a month, let's say three out of the four weeks, there's probably albums that drop. I think it's hard to... to make that moment last. You know what I mean? So I think there is some
1: validity to what he's saying. What do you think? I think the oversaturation part's key. There's just a lot of people out there right. putting out a lot of music that are promoting on social media. Yeah, And it's so accessible to yes, us. Exactly. Right. And right. we can hear what we want, yeah. choose what we want to listen to. I still think there will be superstars. Like like Jack Harlow is a really good example, right? Like mm-hmm. If Jack Harlow just keeps pumping out music, for a five-year window here. Not that he has to put out two albums a year or anything crazy, Mm -hmm. but if you keep pumping out good quality product for a five-year stretch, I think you can sustain a superstar. Yeah. And
0: he just got that Kanye West co-sign. Did you hear about that? I did not. So Kanye is all over Instagram right now at the moment, um, and his new thing is screenshotting shit and posting it on Instagram. It's the dumbest thing ever. But – Cool. Uh, he said something about Jack Harlow that he's top five right now. And then Jack Harlow ends up being on Donda too. Yeah, So uh, like that's so just you, whether or not you like Kanye, yeah. that's a fucking huge. Oh, yeah, sign. no,
1: Absolutely. So like, to me, I think of like Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X is someone that has been a superstar now for what? At least two or three yeah, years. He's a superstar for yeah, sure. He's a superstar. Yeah. So like, there's still a chance for people to make superstars. Now I think in rap, it's harder than other genres. Yeah. Cause it's so saturated. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it comes back to you gotta consistently be putting out at least quality fucking music.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then I think the last, uh, the last punch tweet that I have that we can discuss uh, in relation to Kendrick or TDE in general dropping music. People constantly hound this man Punch for updates on Twitter. I feel bad for the guy sometimes. Cause he is active on Twitter and people just gun him for where's the album? Where's the album? Where's the album? Feel back. I mean, I'm part of it. I want the <laughs> fucking album, but I mean, I don't fucking hound the guy. Um, I liked one of his replies to someone getting angry about the big gaps from TDE's main artists. Uh, he tweeted cause they like to, cause they take their time on the music. It means a lot to them. It's hard to make timeless music and that's the aim. Um, so I just want to put this out there. Kendrick's last album dropped in 2017. SZA's last album dropped in 2017. Schoolboy Q's last album dropped in 2019 and Ab Soul's last album dropped in 2016. Isaiah Rashad just dropped last year, but he had a 5-year gap in between those. So the the debate here is are you are you for artists taking their time and putting out the best product or would you rather them come out on a consistent I consistent basis? I guess the real question is like how long is too long? Yeah. Like, I, I I trust Kendrick's vision and I'm ready for this album, but I keep going back and saying, Okay, it's Kendrick. He tells a fucking story and it's gonna be great because he takes his time. I keep going back to that, but as the fan, it's like I fucking yeah. want music.
1: I think so. Uh, this kind of goes back to the superstar legend talk for me. I think it depends on who you are. Yeah. Someone at Kendrick's stature gets more of a pass and more leeway than someone on Absol Isaiah Rashad. Okay. Or Absol. Sure. Pick your artist. They, to me, should be just for, like, their own brand and popularity and awareness, and I get you want to tell a story and all that, but you should be putting out music every two, maybe three years. Mm-hmm. Just to keep your fan base, yeah. right? Like it's more of like a marketing thing, yeah. making money than anything else. Yeah. But once you get to a certain stature, mm-hmm. then you can be like Jay Z, where you know what? When you have something to say, right. you fucking go record. Right. And you, six years later, yeah. And you, you but you've earned that right. You right. put out this many great albums. Now we trust you. Now you know, yeah. Go live your life, do whatever. But you know. It's tough. We still waiting on the chronic (laughs) or detox detox. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I thought it was too long. There, there is too long, but I think in like specific to Kendrick, I, I think he's earned the right to take as long as he wants. Yeah. Um, with the Kendrick thing, I I thought about this uh, a while
0: back that you, you talk to kind of some of these younger kids and high school kids and, um, ask them, you know, what, type of hip hop they like and you know you get all these answers that you know i would never pick that like it's trap rap it's um radio you know people and i just want to like do you know kendrick exists but then i think to myself it's been five years there is a literal like class of high there's a literal class of high school that hasn't had kendrick music so i get it i get that they don't know kendrick um and that just blows my mind it's crazy to think that uh five year span um i don't know i hope i hope this album comes out soon and is amazing i i don't have any doubt that it will but um i just am fiending for some kendrick music um seamless transition into the kendrick mu- or do you have another take No, i was just
1: gonna say about kendrick if, if what if kendrick just dropped a very average album. See, I know you're gonna be doing mental gymnastics <laughs> and cartwheels to be telling us how great it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're gonna convince I'm gonna, yourself, I'm gonna, it's I'm great. gonna convince myself, it's great. Myself be great. Muhammad, Ali, I'm gonna tell you how <laughs> great it is.
0: That's funny. No, I here's the thing if Kendrick puts out a good album, it doesn't have to be great. Yeah, I think he's the greatest of all time. Straight up, yeah. I don't know, bro. Four fucking great albums or three great and a good. Man, I just love Kendrick and his voice and his what he has to say. But, um, yeah, if it's an average album, I don't know. Hopefully I have the wherewithal to be like, yeah, it's not that great. But I don't know. I have <laughs> yeah, faith. You, you know. I have faith. I don't. <laughs> Damn. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, but seamless transition into Kendrick and the rumors about his new music. Um, he is set to perform at the Milano Summer Festival. In Italy in June, and according to the website and its translation, he'll be performing new music. The rumors before that stemmed from Kendrick performing at the Super Bowl. The rumor was he was going to drop a single or the album before his performance, but obviously that came and went. So I try to tell myself not to calculate this man's moves, but I still find myself trying to. Should we get our hopes up? Is it sooner rather than later? What do you think? I would assume summer. Summer?
1: I think he's going to try to be the big summer album.
0: So you think it would be on par with this festival, potentially? Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: that makes sense.
0: I'd be okay with that.
1: Give me something this year, Kendrick. He, I think he's got to. Man, he has to. He said, he's said he been too public lately. Right, he has. To, to, to not be he was on, close. He was on
0: Baby Keen's album, um, and then he even made an appearance on a podcast, um, Breaking Down to Pimper Butterfly. I don't know. He doesn't come out of his cave Yeah unless you know he's ramping up for something so i'm i'm praying i'm hoping i'm literally manifesting on my vinyl wall downstairs i have good kid mad city to pimp butterfly damn and the black panther <laughs> all four of the albums on display on my fucking wall please kendrick ah uh, so hopefully hopefully soon um let's talk briefly about don to 2 um he premiered the album in miami last week and uh, hosted a streaming event. The album featured Future, Travis Scott, XXX Intention, um, Don Tolliver, Baby Keen, Migos, Playboy Cordy, Soldier Boy, Jack Harlow, and more. Um, the big news here is uh, Kanye announced to 2 will only be available on his stem player, which happens to be $200. Uh, apparently, Kanye turned down a $100 million deal with Apple Music to put out it exclusively on his stem player, which allows you to chop vocals, instruments, etc. Apparently, the stem player also allows you to download any MP3 file and upload it to the stem player to chop it up or just listen to. I don't know. What do you think of this move? Is it – do you think about it in terms of – I see people saying billionaire complaining that he's not making enough money on the streaming, so he puts it – like a billionaire complaining – or do you see it as an innovative thing that if more so it's about the chopping and the like that part of the music that you can do with the stem player it, in terms of the innovation? Yeah. Wh- where
1: do you fall in that whole debate or do you care? I don't. Uh, it's, I mean, Jay Z did it with Tidal, right? Like for a long time, you can only get Jay Z albums yeah. on Tidal. Yeah. So like it's rappers trying to take control and make more money. Yeah. Good luck. I promise you you'll never see two hundred dollars come out of my pocket for this
0: <laughs> man. Nah, I'm not getting a STEM player, but I might I might uh cop the zip file from <laughs> <laughs> online if anybody has it. So hit me in the in the comments on that one. Um honestly I li- I I was I watched the streaming event, didn't like it as much as Donda Two or Donda One. Uh Donda Two felt unfinished as every Kanye album that he premieres uh, does. Shocker. Um there were some good songs. Definitely coming at Kim, um, her life a little bit. He even sampled uh, her SNL opening on one of the songs. One of the songs, he's, he literally says something like, uh, you ain't got enough security for this. That was like the hook. You ain't got enough security for this. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. I don't know. Donda 1, I, I liked a lot more. I, I obviously have consumed it more, but um, we'll see where Donda 2 goes, I guess. All right. You have listened to Don FM, right? I so have. we can kind of break this down a oh. little. Okay, uh, Don FM by the weekend. It literally came out on the in the first week yeah. of the new year. Um, I fucking love this album. I'm it's not gonna lie to you. Very good. It's so good. Um, I think on the surface level, it is just a fun kind of club vibe of an album. But I personally think it's a lot deeper. Um, but before we get into all that, do you have a favorite song, f- favorite feature, anything like that?
1: <laughs> uh, here we go again with uh, Tyler, Tyler the, Creator. the Creator. That's your favorite, yeah. That, I I do love that one. I'm to you gonna,
0: sign his, yeah. you gonna <laughs> sign his prena? You gonna sign his prena? Um, uh, is
1: it "Don't Break My Heart"? I like a don't lot. Don't
0: break my. Heart. I love the like. Uh, I love the the deep voice in the background on that song. Yeah, and when then is there someone neck. else? That's my favorite. That, that's fucking vibe, yes, bro. It's so good. It just okay. So this brings me back to my to the Zook nightclub days in Vegas. That that is straight <laughs> the vibe of this album. Um, but more than anything, I love especially when artists um, fully commit to something on an album. You know, it might be a miss. It it might be great, but the weekend fully committed to it just felt like he is creating a world within this album. Am no. I getting too crazy with it? No. I mean, it, it all every song on this album feels like Don FM. I I don't know how to describe it more than than that, but I don't know. It it, it just seems like every everything is on subject, if you will. And um I loved Jim Carrey as yep. the narrator. Yep. I also think there's something a little deeper to that. Can I tell my my deep little thing so I, keep, so I can quit saying, it's deep, it's deep. So he tweeted that we're... He's like, I wonder if people know if they're in the middle of a new trilogy right now. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I don't know. And so we got After Hours, obviously, mm-hmm. then Don FM. I am predicting that the next album is going to be called Afterlife. So yeah. there's a little skit on there. I, I'm a little butthurt that he not wasted the beat on the skit. Every angel is terrifying. Yeah. That beat is fucking incredible. And it's really just a skit. Um, and in it, it's kind of a satirical skit. And he says, um, afterlife call four and four, four, <laughs> four, and four that one. Yeah. Um, I'm betting you that the next one is called afterlife. So with after hours, I think it's about really at the crux of that album. I personally think it's about loss um, I lost my faith. I lost uh, heartless. I lost my heart. Um, there's other things that I haven't listened to that album in full in a minute, so I can't pull it off the top of my head. Those are just the top of my head. And then at the end of it, you also see the character in all of the videos and at the Super yep. Bowl where he has the bandages and the blood, Old
1: bloody face.
0: At the the last song on that album is "Until I Bleed Out." If you bleed out, you die. You die. So this album is purgatory Yeah. and there are heavy purgatory vibes. If you really pay attention and even for, to further my point, Jim Carrey happened to be Bruce almighty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the haunt, the hauntingly beautiful spoken word at the very end of this by Jim Carrey. Um, he says in order, in order to get wait uh, wait, how does he say it? You got to be heaven to see heaven and just, Beautiful, beautiful vibes, and then with that plug-in for Afterlife, so I think I don't know if we're going to see two more albums and one's going to be heaven, one's going to be hell, or just both on this next album, or just he goes to heaven or hell. I'm thinking Afterlife is the next album of this trilogy, and i'm just really excited yeah i think I like it, honestly i think it's a lot deeper than people think yeah because on the surface it's a very fun poppy type yeah. album but it is a lot de- and i could just be looking way too into it no i don't I, know i like that um but yeah I, I think it's a lot deeper than people think and um i can't tell if i like after hours or don fm more to be honest i prefer don fm do you yeah i I mean i love don fm i i really loved after hours too though um I got to keep go back to After Hours a little bit too cuz they're both great. Yeah, they are. He is at the top of his game right now. Don't he miss. is killing it. And I promise you I'm going on the tour. <laughs> I put he I bet he puts on an amazing show. I'm sure. The next tour I think he already announced is going to be called After Hours Till Dawn. So it's going to be both of the albums, it's going to be great. So can't wait for that. Um, anything else on Don FM? No, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it was to it me was by great. far the
1: best album of the year so far. Hell yeah. And I accidentally
0: X'd out of the Google Doc. My apologies. The Grammy Noms. Grammy Noms. All right. Um, we can kind of speed through this one if you want here. Uh, anyway, let me just go through them. Yeah, right. we can just go through them. It'll Good luck on just, this yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> best new artist,
1: Aruj F. Tob. Not bad. Jimmy Allen. He's a country singer. Uh, Baby Keem. Phineas. Is that like. I think it's Billie Eilish's uh, brother. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Glass Animals. Japanese Breakfast. The Kid Lori. Aloe Parks. Olivia Rodrigo. And Sawidi. Yep. This is. It's easy, right? Right? It's Olivia Rodrigo, right? If she doesn't win, Jesus Christ,
0: this is is so rigged. Yeah. Um, She. should win if she doesn't i don't know
1: yep best rap song bath salts by dmx featuring jay-z and nas best friend by is it sweetie i think it's It's just so sweetie i think it's just sweetie uh featuring doja cat uh family ties by baby keem and kendrick lamar jail kanye west and jay-z my life j cole featuring 21 savage and is it maury yeah um if it's me it's family ties 100 percent.
0: i fucking love that song um popularity wise it might go to Best Friend. That song's all over the radio. That's my best friend. Yeah, fuck that song. Um, uh, I'll give it to Jail.
1: You're going Jail. I mean, uh, I fucking love that that's, song too. That's, I love that one. <laughs> uh, best Rap Album. The Off Season by J. Cole. King's Disease 2 by Nas. Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator. And Don- Donda by Kanye West.
0: Yeah, so I put, I put the little tidbit oh, yeah, in there. That, that certified, certified lover, lover boy.
1: boy uh, was originally nominated, but Drake took himself out of it. Yeah, which
0: I don't know why. I think he just has okay. a beef with the Grammys. He does. Yeah, so I think that's why. Um, this is a absolutely stacked category, <laughs> man. I don't <laughs> just know think
1: about this. J. Cole, Nas, Tyler the Creator, and Kanye. West. Yeah, Those I don't, names I right
0: have there. no idea. I mean, my favorite album out of all of them is Tyler the Creator's "Call Me If You Get Lost." If I had to bet, uh, do they give it to Kanye or do they give it to J. Cole? I think I think it's J. Cole. I think so too. They There's haven't a, given J. Cole a Grammy. I will yet. tell
1: you the there is no better line than I don't even know what award it was that Kanye won for, uh, but he goes up and he's like, "Everyone wondered what I was yeah. gonna do if I didn't win. I, I guess, guess we'll never, never know." know. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: in the documentary, yeah. and I think it was for a college dropout. It's, but was uh, a great line. Yeah, all time, all time Grammy speech. Um, so you're going, J. Cole? I'm going, Jay Cole. I think, I think, think, think Jay Cole. Um, if it were. If it were me picking, it's Tyler, but I think I'm going J.
1: Cole. Okay. Song of the Year. Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. A Beautiful Noise by Alicia Keys and Brandy Carlisle. Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Fight for You by Her. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish. Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA. Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. And, uh, Montero, Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon. And right on time by Brandy Carlile. This is fucking another stacked stacked
0: category. And does it feel like they have like
1: a lot of nominees? nominees. Jesus,
0: Brandy Carlile got two noms. Yeah, I think it's between. So her somehow is a cheat code for the Grammys. The Grammys just love her. They do. Um, I think it's personally between Driver's License and Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. I'm gonna give it to Billie Eilish. Do you have you heard that song or like that song? Uh yeah. It's fucking really good. Like it goes from like the soft harmony and then it goes into kind of the rocky like mean yeah. vibes. I I really like that song. That's what I'm, I'm going to go Bad Habits. Bad Habits? Not what but I would Bad pick, Habits but I think Habits that's what
1: wins. If I got to pick, it would Leave the Door Open. Okay. Or a Little Silk Sonic. I love me some some Olivia. Hell yeah. All right. Do rec- you
0: see they're doing the Disney Plus little film?
1: Oh really? Yeah, they're doing a the Disney about her like album. Yeah. Kind of like cool. they did with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, record of the year i still have faith in you by abba freedom john Bat- batiste i get a oh, freedom by john batiste yep. okay i get a kick out of you tony bennett and lady gaga peaches by justin bieber uh, right on time brandy Carlisle, kiss me more doja cat featuring sza happier than ever billie eilish uh, montero by lil nas x driver's license by olivia rodrigo and leave the door open by silk sonic
0: i know we say this every year but i still don't know the difference between record and song i know there is a difference um i think it would be smart of the grammys to give one to song one to record yeah. i think one's gonna take our driver's license is gonna go to one and happier than ever the other so i'll give driver's
1: license to this one i guess i like that there i'll give this one to olivia too. cool all right album of the year we Are by John Batiste. Who is that? Um,
0: do you did you ever watch Soul? On you should definitely watch that. But uh, he has a song on there. I don't know. He does a lot of film R and B. Yeah, he's R and B.
1: Love for Sale, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Uh, Justice by Justin Bieber. Planet Her by Doja Cat. Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Back of Mind by Her. Montero by Lil Nas X, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, Evermore by Taylor Swift and Donda, Donda, <laughs> Donda, Donda, Donda,
0: Donda I don't know. I think I'm going Sour by Olivia Rodrigo.
1: I hope that wins. I think it'd be funny if they give it to Taylor Swift since Kanye is going to be there. Oh, yeah. I uh, doubt Kanye will actually be I there. Also, it but... wouldn't be like super shocked if they gave it to Tony Bennett and Lady
0: Gaga. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Or do they give it to her because they just are obsessed with I, her? I think her, got, her won it all. Was that last year or two years ago? I think she won one last year and the
1: year before, but
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if albums won. Maybe just songs. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so you're going... Uh, I, I, sorry, I missed your pick. Uh,
1: I I think Olivia wins. Okay, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked. if Tony Bennett, because I think it's Tony Bennett's last album or some shit.
0: Yeah, maybe they throw him some Sympathy. love. It's kind of a cool combo, though. I've not, I haven't heard it yet, They're but
1: fucking always together. They're kind of a weird combo.
0: Yeah, little little jazzy vibes. Interesting. All right, that's uh, the music segment. Let's uh, kick our finish the podcast off with some sports. So it's a little bit dated news, but the Super Bowl, um, the Rams won 23 against the Bengals 20. That was a really bad way of introducing <laughs> the game. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you, you, you've you seen the Super Bowl. If you haven't lived under a rock, you know what I'm talking about. Um,
1: what did we think of the game? What were the biggest takeaways?
0: I thought it was a decent game. It was, it was an
1: entertaining game. Yeah. Uh, slow up parts. I don't think they were the two best teams in football. This yeah. my takeaway, but who would you have had I be think, in i think there? the bills were probably the yeah. best team in football yeah. this year maybe the chiefs do you think the rams deserve to be there then the rams deserve to be there um but i don't think they would have beaten either the bills or the chiefs yeah the bill i i watched uh one of those
0: i was in italy for part of the uh playoffs so i didn't get to see all of the playoffs but i watched the bills play was it wild card or were they do no, they have they a bye okay it would have been Uh, the next one no yeah they i don't know i watched them play one game and josh allen looked fucking incredible the patriots okay yeah, yeah that's the one yeah yeah um yeah And I didn't get to watch, like, the greatest game ever, apparently. I saw it all over Twitter when I woke up the next
1: day. I missed the whole third quarter because I was in line at Bebops. Let me tell you, that boy was hot. (laughs) Oh, shit. I listened to the game on the radio, but I was hot. But the fourth quarter was where it was at, right? Because it was, like, back and forth for, like – I missed the third quarter. I saw the whole fourth quarter. But the the fourth is where, like,
0: the drama went down, right? Okay. Yeah. I I was in Italy, and the games were going on at, like, 2 a.m., so didn't make it that far. Uh yeah. So we have to talk about the halftime show. Anything else oh, yeah. on the actual game? No. <laughs> it's a little dated now. The boy wants some money. There you go. Brandon's out here. Um to the halftime show. We got Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J Blige, Eminem, surprise appearance from 50 Cent and Kendrick Lamar. Um I thought it was a great halftime show. A Lot of nostalgia. Um there weren't any theatrics like it was Theatrics Besides in a bad way, yeah. Like yeah. the set was amazing. Um, they had Fifty be the surprise. Anderson Pack be um, Eminem's drummer. drummer. So they had some fun little surprises. I it, it, I say theatrics, and like there wasn't a fucking nip slip or like anything crazy like that. It was just the music, which I appreciated. Um, and I'm really glad like hip hop was on display. Yeah. Um, it, it felt like a moment for hip hop, and that they prove themselves that they could be on that level which i'm i'm happy happened what you what'd you think yeah it was in terms of like do you a lot of people say like was it the greatest that was that's like the debate on twitter when it happened a lot of people say prince i don't really remember that uh show but
1: yeah same so to me it's the greatest because that's what i grew up with so it's just the nostalgia yeah it was great um I wish it would have been longer, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
0: I wish they would have each gotten, like, two or three songs. Would have been, like, a half an hour show.
1: Yeah. I feel bad for 50s getting flamed. That man did not look that bad. Yeah, he did not look that bad. He's, just, he's jacked. He's just he jacked. is jacked. He doesn't have the abs anymore. Right. He's just jacked. But he's, like,
0: a troll himself on Twitter, and he, like, reposted it and shit. Um, the, I, I won't lie. When they put bizarre <laughs> that shit at so me funny. dying. All uh, the
1: inflation jokes were good. It, right. It was
0: funny. Yep, good times. Um, were there any memorable commercials that you can recall?
1: Only two that I like can think about that I enjoyed. One I of them think back, I don't was the Jason Bateman car commercial where we've come a long way and he starts and he's like in the Stone Ages. Oh, and yeah. they're like cooking the meat. And he's like, medium rare, please. Yeah. Like just Jason Bateman being Jason Bateman. Right. It was funny. The, but the best one to me was the Larry David. I was going to say that was what I was going to say. That one was funny. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. Such a Larry David thing. It was so perfect. Yeah. Uh, they read the room on that one. And
0: I'm trying to think of some other it. funny ones that I remember. The, the Doritos one where they do the, the stupid song with the animals. That was kind of funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I true. don't
0: know. They're okay. Yeah, Commercials a, have yeah. gone down as the years have gone. I don't know. Um, bring back some funny, memorable shit. Uh, what else do we have on here? Tom Brady retires. Big news, um, his first post-retirement move is going to be a road trip comedy movie. First of all, are, are you surprised by this move? And two, is there any way this movie will be good?
1: Uh, I was surprised he retired. Uh, although I think there's a chance maybe he comes back. Comes back. back I can see that maybe too. He plays for the 49ers.
0: Oh. Um, is that actual talk right now?
1: There's a lot of rumors. Huh. He's from the Bay Area, so. Okay. Interesting. Um. I could care less about Tom Brady on a road trip. <laughs> in a movie? Yeah. 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 I only see Tom Brady starring in it's uh, like, Due Date.
0: Dude, it's like the weird – I don't know if you saw the cast. It's like Jane Fonda and, like, just, I don't
1: know, kind of bland yeah, to me. No offense. Interest. Yeah, Like, Tom Brady's football funny, like old man social media funny. Right, exactly. I Listening to him <laughs> try to keep me entertained for a couple hours yeah. driving across the country, zero chance. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know if this is the play, Tom Brady. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's not like broadcast related or something. Uh, I, you know, are you surprised in
1: that regard that he didn't do that instead no. of movies? He's made enough money. He doesn't need to go travel because I think a lot of he doesn't want to travel. Okay, he wants to be there with his kids in the fair. And- fair. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Um. All right.
0: Uh, any? Do you want to talk conference tournament March Madness preview? Do you? uh I ha- I'll be honest with you I have not watched very much college basketball. Uh, I asked somebody the other day like who are going to be the one seeds. Somebody threw Auburn in there. I'm like Auburn's good at fucking basketball. That's weird. They're
1: really good at basketball. Very weird. Yeah. Um. Well, Saturday was like the craziest day. Yeah, in college I heard basketball ever. I
0: heard uh, the top six seeds or top six. Yeah, top six rankings. teams lost. I think yeah.
1: seven of the top ten lost. I mean, it was. The most bizarre day ever, weird, uh, in college basketball. So, uh, I think the big thing with this year, whew, fuck, we're boring him. Uh, no, just <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, the big thing with this year is there's no like one dominant team, yeah. so it's wide open, which okay. just means it's going to be a fun ass NCAA tournament. Um, a lot of upsets. I'm always here for and,
0: the NCAA tourney. Yes, sir.
1: It's so uh, it's it's going to be a ton of fun.
0: Um, the conference tournament start. This week? Next week? The small conferences start
1: this, this week, week. And then next week will be the, the big boys.
0: Hell yeah. Should be fun. And then I thought I saw something about the lockout, uh, the MLB lockout today. Yeah, just I thought I saw something like like sad day for the MLB.
1: Yeah, Wh- they, what happened? They did not agree on a deal, so they are canceling the first two series. Oh, wow. Um, so no opening day. Shit. Basically, so a lockout could happen. Yeah, MLB's so fucking stupid. Manfred, <laughs> the commissioner, needs to be fired. They are being held hostage by a few owners that just don't give a shit about baseball. And when your owners don't care about baseball, why should the fans? Yeah, and you're seeing fans not care about baseball. If you look at ratings, uh, it's a dying game. It's uh, old people watch baseball. Not a lot of you know, and it, which is sad for me. I love baseball. I genuinely love watching baseball. Um, but the owners are just, they're kind of putting their wieners out and flashing it. And <laughs> the players like, just like the players want to play. They keep yeah. making concessions, but like they're just not getting enough back. And so, um, it's just killing the sport of baseball. So do good you, job owners, do you foresee
0: a deal being made? Like, will there be baseball this year or are they going to, is
1: this yeah, going to be prolonged? No, they, they won't lose a whole year. Um, uh, from t- it sounds like they got pretty close on a lot of the big topics today, so I don't know if they'll resume talks this week and finish it out. But I would assume in the next couple weeks here we have a deal and something gets done. All right. But hopefully I,
0: that hopefully they will that miss works. games. So right. Crazy. All right. Uh, I believe that is our show. Thank you for uh, sticking with us and listening. I'm Trey Lesio, the Don of Entertainment. You got anything else, homie? That that, that is a no. All right. Um, And as always, we'll be back for more. Peace.